Welcome back to the Five Suit Theory. <laughs> it's your boy Sebs. Black Jesus. Keys here. Tell the folks what you're going to do. You're a fucking weird. No, they're going to see it next week. <laughs> the fuck? You're a weirdo, bro. You're a weirdo. Like, <laughs> you're a weirdo, bro. So when I would have been, I'm a weirdo, bro. Niggas is hilarious, man. We've been on somebody else last week. <laughs> so because it's you, it's, it's all good. I don't see how you don't. My fault, bro. That changed the equation. You're right, bro. You're right. You're right. You're right. My fault. I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, no, fuck you. <laughs> I'm all sorry for her. We black, nigga. <laughs> Get it together. Fuck is you doing? Bro. Um, I really don't think we should do that. I don't, I don't want to spend I don't care what you think. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I live my life for me. I respect that 100%. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm going to do that. Because right. this shit is annoying. Yeah, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, I'm not going to tell y'all. Y'all yeah. going to see. Next week, you won't see. Y'all going to see. Next um, week might be the funniest episode ever. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. All right. Well, how was y'all week, man? What's up, man? Welcome back to the Five Suit Theory. Welcome was, back. Welcome back. Long fucking week. Um, Yo, damn, this week flew by. Long week for me. Long week. I woke up today like, Damn, I gotta work. Like, uh, <laughs> no, yesterday I got because I went to the gym yesterday and I hooped for the first time in a couple months. About a month, month and a half. Hooped, and then I came home and I got a good workout after I hooped too. So I ate. At the, do you know Chipotle went up in price? Uh, I'm gonna keep it real. No rich shit. I don't oh, really notice again because. I'm a pay kind of whatever you say. Like if I get up there and it's a bowl and you buy twenty seven, I'm oh, what's you know going crazy? on? That's the exact price it was. You got two bowls. I got a bowl, double double um carne asada. Um, your blood drink. pressure is through the roof. A Good. drink and um chips. Yeah, your blood pressure bullshit. See, I don't do none of that extra shit. The most I'll do is double protein. That's what I did. You got chips and you go with the chips. Excuse me. Not really. Just good as shit that day. No, they're good, but I'm saying, like, I, I really don't get it. Like, you know what I mean? At their gym. Like, I, I probably, I, I stay away. I'm needing the extra calories. Is the heat on there? Yeah, it is. Why? <laughs> 60 some degrees. It's hot as shit in this gym. Nobody told you I to have on hoodies. I didn't wear a shirt on purpose. I wanted to. Turn the heat off, bro, please. I want to. Heat? Turn the heat off. I wanted to. Turn the air off if you want. I wanted the the camera to kind of reflect the season. Like in the summer, I usually wear a polo or a t-shirt. And now it's, it's hoodie weather. I'm putting on a hoodie. Like I'm purposely not wearing shirts. I have shirts. I don't want y'all to think I have clothes. I have, clothes. <laughs> I have clothes. I have a lot of clothes. But I want it to be like nah, reflective. I might so got to take the pimp seat. Yeah, you fucking up the vibe. I might take the pimp seat route. Where he, you don't peep and pick big pimp and he has on a fucking mink coat. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And he, they said, why do you have a mink coat on? He said, TV don't have no temperature. That's a flex. Ah. Fuck with that. Yeah, he almost had a fucking heat stroke. Probably, <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's a flex. Um, yeah, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. I ain't even checked the numbers for this week. Y'all wasn't supporting last week. Support, man. Support. The last time I went in there. I try not to focus on numbers too much. But I'm trying to start getting some ads by episode 50. So support. Tell your mom. This is the tell Dirk, your, this is Dirk episode. Tell you, what's this? 41. It's the what episode? Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, 41? Yeah. Yeah, 
Swish. Swish 41. That's like his Instagram handle and all that. Look at him like I'm crazy. Bro, I thought of Little Dirt. Wow. My, my brain is cooked. <laughs> I never re- I never remember Alvin Kamara's number, but I was thinking about Alvin Kamara. He number 40? He's 40 something. I'm pretty sure he's 41 too. Yeah, we're gonna go with Dirt. Dirt Yeah, Dirt. That's that's a um that's a black king right there. That's a black king right there. It's like, nah. Shout out Dirk, though. I'm pretty sure Alvin Kamara is... He's 41 also. Yeah, so, shout out to uh, football Lil Uzi. I'm crying. Yeah, shout out to him. I like Alvin Kamara. But how was your week? Nigga, you know... I asked that question. Fuck you. you. How was your week? It was long. Uh, uh, I might go for a promotion at my job. So, doing that. House hunting has came to not a cease, but a halt. Um, doing these workshops so I can get this grant. I found two houses. So um don't put evil spirits out there on new houses. Please. Just don't say Yeah, I'm not saying no other details, but I found two houses I should be closing on by Thanksgiving or probably Christmas. Okay. So I should close on one of them. I mean, not both. But yeah, hopefully I get one of those. Um so a lot it's a lot of time crunching and stress with the promotion and the house hunting going on at the same time. That's a lot to deal with in the short span of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I don't deal with it, I'll probably check out. So I'm, I'm going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> you got to realize that though, it's just constant pressure. Like this shit just don't stop. Yeah, but I'd rather this than a kid. Being a kid was ass. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Like, terrible. You ain't had no... You have no so, say-so. No autonomy or anything. Like, <laughs> being a kid is super ass. Yeah, I got. So I was playing the game sixteen hours a day. Yeah, but then I would get in trouble for that. Like, get off that goddamn game. Yeah. Like, no, my sister do this. What you shit. need to do is read a book. Like, bro, I'm keeping. So it my mean. sister, my sister plays the VR shit, right? But yeah. She'll play the shit for six, seven, eight hours a day to the point where the shit like rings on her eyes. Like, mm-hmm. so my mom be like, get off that goddamn game. So she's so fucking smart. She's like, all right, I get off the game. You gonna play with me? So she get a deck of cards, come my mom room. So like, what we doing? <laughs> so what are we doing so is we you want to get out the game right so we playing cards you want me to draw we can play hangman you want to talk <laughs> so she'll do that shit for like an hour straight and my mom be like yo just go play the game but like, alright but are you sure cause like, I, I feel like that's playing connect four I feel like we was bonding I feel like we should do that more my mom's like yo get the fuck away from me like, alright I'm just saying but next time you want to play let me know damn that's thorough that's thorough right I never thought of that <laughs> I get off the game. Yeah, that's a Gen Z shit. Because if I did that, my mom would have slapped everything off the bed and beat the shit out of me. My mom be going off, but like, it's like you, she got a point. You're telling me to get off the game. There's no kids in there for me to play with. You don't want me to watch TV or there's nothing on TV. I think the funniest shit is I'm an only child. I'm not sure if I told y'all, uh, the viewers, all my friends know. But I was a kid. I used to play Monopoly by myself. Stop, stop laughing, stop laughing. So I just played Monopoly by myself. I used to get in trouble for it. Like, that's weird. Stop doing that. It's a game with multiple people. So I used to be like, yeah, like I used to try basically do a sister deal. I like, play with me. Hey, but nobody playing that long ass game with you. Like, put that shit up, and figure out something else to do. <laughs> like, so that shit turned to me watching. You're not doing that dumb shit. Yeah, and that's why I know every line to Friday. Like, <laughs> I'm better off playing Monopoly. It was just like watching her do it the first time. I'm like, this little girl smart as shit. Because my mom won't let her get the game right back. <laughs> yeah, a little cool. break, little break, get the rings off my eyes. Yep. But yeah, how was your week, Keith? 
I had to keep it short. Somebody put a hex on me on like Wednesday because I had a good week up until like Wednesday. And then from there, it, was, it just went to shit. That's all I'm going to say on that. But I'm hanging in there. I'm here. That's crazy. Cause Use this shit as Sunday. I mean, as therapy. Use Sundays as therapy. My I'm week, here. My week got good on Wednesday. <laughs> my week turned around. My week never got good. Damn, I'm all happy and shit. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Life ain't been good lately, though. So I, I guess I, feel normal. I just meant like dealing with it, like because the last three weeks it just wasn't good. Like once I got the crib pre approval, shit just started raining. That's because like, it's more adult responsibilities. It's like shit is getting real and real. No, I don't care about that. Like I really don't. Like you get upset when you pay bills or get frustrated. Mm-mm, that shit just come out. I'll be happy. Yeah. I don't be happy like on my whole check going, but I'll be happy like I'm in a position to yeah, pay I'm off all like this that, shit. Like, and I'll be like, yo, I'll be, I tweeted it the other day. I don't really talk about finances on Twitter. I was like, I'll be knocking these bills the fuck yeah, out. I look at it like I'm in a position where my biggest problem is how I'm going to save money because I keep buying dumb shit. Yeah. That's my problem. <laughs> like, I bought yeah. some Kobe's stuff. And, like, I got a deal on them. Like, you can't beat Kobe's for a B30 in this economy. You got to buy it. Right. But it's just like, why did I do that? I didn't have to do it. So that'd be my, that'd be the shit. But I'd be like, my bills are all paid. I don't have to worry about a bill. Right. Speaking of bill, I thought I just lost uh, some money. I don't carry cash. So I thought I lost money. Yeah, that's why I don't carry cash. Um, but my week, because um, my sprint is in there. That's what we call our like, work. Yeah, I know what a sprint is, yeah, bro. Right, so I have a scrum master certification. Okay. My, my fun bit, bro. Yeah. For our viewers. Um, our, my sprint ends on Tuesday, and I finished work last Tuesday. Oh so, shit! I, I, I can't wait to throw more on your plate and tell you everything you did was wrong. Gonna like they want some extra shit. I ain't gonna lie, I'd be like, I'm still working on. I'm, I'm working on step seven out of eight. I wouldn't even say I'm done. So that's what I tried to do, but we we're doing a showcase Monday, so I had to be done. All right. So, yeah, I can't wait to throw more on your plate. So I was um, after Wednesday. It was just like cleaning up stuff or like fine tuning stuff, and then I was good. I had to go to the office on a Friday. That was cool. And then after I logged out Friday. Shit was a breeze. Like I went to the gym. Went to the gym Saturday. Played ball. Um, I was just this finna be a breeze. Yeah, I was just on some shit with life where it was just like, what's what? Like I try to do the shit where I like breaking up what my problems really are, like what I really got to deal with. And I could tell you the one. I give you new ideas. You be laughing sometimes. (laughs) And always trying to bid. I don't be trying to bid. I be dead serious. (laughs) <laughs> but mm-hmm. now I um I was saying my problems now is like I got my car fixed and um I booked my birthday vacation. I was like, I have this problem with paying stuff off. Like when I see a I guess from like having credit cards. So you got PTSD. Yeah. Like I paid so I paid for the shit like monthly on my card because instead of just paying four thousand dollars, I paid off before Christmas or yeah. Christmas. But like just seeing the balance. It sent me into a shock. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. Shit bad. And it was like, hey, your minimum payments are being. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so um, I think once I got the the, the bill for the minimum, minimum payment, mm-hmm. I calmed down. Yeah, my, uh, I got housing counseling and the lady was like, yeah, like, why is your credit card payment, like, they make you categorize all your expenses. Yeah. She's like, why is your credit card payment so high? Like, what are your minimums? Your minimums can't be that high. And I was like, lady, I'm not worried about no minimums. I'm not I said, I'm trying to pay this shit off but before <laughs> the end of the year. I said, so when I get my mortgage, I don't have to, I got, I said, I got a whole check and a half to do whatever I want with. Yeah, but then it made me realize the cycle of the American economy is like nothing moves without debt. Yeah, for sure. So it's Everybody's like, in debt. Yeah. It's Everybody. Like, it's like, even if 
even if it's not real debt, you're carrying mm-hmm. a balance on the card. Yeah, I, bro, I work in a. Not gonna say too much, but I work in AP. You know, accounts payables as a finance professional. Yeah. Everybody got debt. Everybody. I'm talking about billion dollar companies. But like when you like, cause you know I got out of debt, and I was mm-hmm. just like, I want this, I want this, I yeah. want this, I want that, and then it's just like. But you got the good debt and the bad debt. Yeah, it's like why would I spend all my cash on this when I can just swipe my card? And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. Once once I saw my minimum payment, like all my fears went away. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, paying that shit off. I can't wait till December twenty eighth. That's my payoff date. That's gonna be a good fucking time. Yeah. Nah, I tell you. I mean, you saw how it was after I paid off my car. <laughs> yeah, he was acting crazy. He was buying sweatsuits like every day. <laughs> He's acting real crazy. So yeah, that was that was it for me. After that, I had a good week, and I was just like, damn, you know, life looking up because my year reviews coming up, and then I can go for a promotion in February. Yeah, I don't know if I can go up for a promotion or not, and I'm still I still ain't sending an email because I'm afraid to ask. And I talked to my manager the other day. Why? Because he might be like, bro, you ain't been here a year, bro. You trying to dip? No, they ain't gonna do that. Cause they look good on them, especially if you move up fast. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but he got to train somebody new, so it might not look good. <laughs> yeah, that's the other part. Cause it's like, yo, nah, bro, that shit I be asking you to do, I gotta do it now. Until <laughs> I find <laughs> a new one of you. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's a lot going on in the culture, man. Um, so we're going to cover a lot of sh- stuff today. I'm trying to talk a little bit more clean. Um, cover a lot of stuff today from the, the DJ Envy thing. I know the surface level. DJ Envious. Envious um, to um, just grifters in our community, period. I want to kind of break that open. I've been telling y'all for like two months, three months now that we're going to have like a scammer episode. Here we are. And here we are. Um, and even still, we're still touching the surface level. Because I, we don't have five hours, and y'all don't want to listen to five it, hours. It, it would take scammers. a long time to teach everyone how to identify as Yeah, to like niggas like um, building entire internet personalities on the backs of like Enron type shit. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what Enron is, go look it up. Old energy company when we we gen, when millennials were kids. Yeah. Um, it's just like how massive scams were in what was that nineties, right? What do you mean? Like when Enron was like, like late nineties, yeah, mid to late. But 90s. like that was without the internet or like real. Oh yeah, social. it's way worse. And now think about think so about many scams. minions. Think about the scams we don't know of. Charles Ponzi fucked the game up when he created, uh, or he's they attribute the Ponzi scheme to him. Charles Ponzi was a financial advisor, um, and basically, if Kaz give me five dollars. You know what I mean? I take that money and I tell Keith I'm gonna give him returns on his. I keep a dollar Kaz money. And tell Keith to give me five, and I go give Kaz back six. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I pocket another dollar from Keith. You just keep doing and it. And I just keep doing it, recycle, and tell you to bring your friends and bring your friends. But at some point, you're going to run out of people. And at some point, you are definitely going to run out of people. And somebody's going to get fucked. And then you got the people at the top getting greedy, not even doing the returns. Mm-hmm. It, it, just get, it gets real bad and real. Real sad. <laughs> well, yeah, now that's why DJ Envy is doing Zoom calls for the Breakfast Club. Yeah, so. Or it's, it's not about the Breakfast Club. It's still about Breakfast Club. It's Breakfast Club. Well, there's a lot to go over. Uh, talk about uh, hegemonic masculinity, masculinity in our community. Why the fuck do I fold every time? Start every episode. No, when we was in the court and Donald told Terrence to fight that, I don't know if he was. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was. I that was. shit cooked me for an hour, bro. I don't even know what he was trying to say. He was like, that's right, bro. Fight that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these niggas assholes. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, jockey syndrome. 
Um, sports, of course, probably get the sports out the way first. Um, and the funny Marco interview. Um, sports, the Phillies are on some shit. They, the series should have been over last I was, night. I was about to say that. The series should have definitely been our, over last our night. Our GM is going to be... I, I tweeted it. This is like Philly sports in a nutshell. They show you something that you know you can't have, <laughs> and then they take it away from you at the last moment. No reason we should be up four scores, and then the pitcher walks a run, and then you get out of that inning and you don't retire that pitcher. Like he he's done for the night. The whole world saw he was shit. And it was two innings. They had a lot of momentum in Game Four, yeah. and they literally kept trying to steal bases yeah, or be greedy. And that was that was the two innings they scored the most runs. Yeah, so it's it like, like you didn't have to do that. You discipline. Yeah, um, discipline. But shout out to the Phillies because they're gonna close them out when they come back to the bank yeah. tomorrow. I, I just hope we learned our lesson. And when we go into the World Series, we don't repeat those same mistakes. Yeah. Because we got the team to win it all. Yeah, so, yeah, shout out to uh, the Phillies. Um, Eagles suffered their first loss last week. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Every quarterback looks kind of shaky this year. I don't know Patrick one. Patrick looks shaky this year. Yeah, every quarterback looks shaky. No, you know who looks good, though? Who? Jared Goff. Jared Goff on the Flames. Yeah, he has been looking pretty cool. He looked like the game manager he is. Um Every quarterback looks shaky. But like all the the, the the elite quarterbacks that we label elite have all yeah. looked shaky. Uh, um, Josh Allen folded in week one. Josh Allen folding right now. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson had a bad had bad week last week. He's hooping today. Um, last week wasn't his fault though. They kept dropping passes. Pick, that pick was yeah. his fault. So like you you have something for someone to correct. Right. Um, Justin Herbert folded against the Cowboys. Justin Herbert always folded. I'm not gonna lie. But did you look at the stat that he's put up more points, but his defense giving up more points, and it's crazy. It's a crazy amount of points at the time man. So it's like he out there fucking hooping, and y'all just like y'all can't guard a fucking hoop more. Fair shit. Fair. I mean, it's not fair, but still hoop more. <laughs> no, that's the end of the game. That's the name of the game. You gotta put more buckets in the basket, or like more touchdowns in the end zone. Bro, I watched Kobe in Game Six of the two thousand and. I believe seven playoffs or six against the Suns. It was an eight seed versus a one seed. And he essentially went out and scored 50 points, hit the game-winning shot. Well, what would have been the game-winning shot? The Suns took a timeout. Kobe's talking to him. All we got to do is play defense and get a rebound. I watched Luke Walton not box out Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas got basically the offensive rebound or someone got the offensive rebound. Balling up Kurt Thomas' hands. He hits a shot, ties the game. They go to overtime. They lose. After the game, everybody's blaming Kobe yeah. about shooting too much and this and that. Game seven, he decided, I'm not going to fucking shoot. I watched it. And you know what I said? Damn, Kobe probably should have 53. Yeah. Fuck it. That's the name of the game. That's the name of the game. And so. if you're the one getting paid the most money, it's even more than the name of the game. Exactly. You can't pay that money to get the. I don't think people realize that though. Like you get that money to get money, <laughs> and it sucks. Yeah, it's ass. But like, um, who else? Uh, Patrick Mahomes was struggling. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. He, he's been struggling. Leads the league in struggling. interceptions. Yes, he's been struggling. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow struggling, but he was injured. And he's still he injured. I don't think he's going to get well. Until next year, honestly. Until next year, because if you're playing on a calf injury, a That's calf is something you need every single play. But they don't got a backup. They don't have a backup. I'm, I'm just saying, he's, it's either you sacrifice and get... That contract we gave you, brother, that, that calf won't fall off the fucking ball out there. You yeah, better throw I, that I feel ball. bad for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who were? 
Who more? I think it's um so I don't think it's nothing to worry about for the Eagles. Um let me down though. Let me down. But it was crazy. I was sitting here watching it and I woke up in the fourth quarter. I'm like, he about to throw a pick right here. That's just it. I was at the, I said, oh, no. I was at the gym, honestly. Couldn't they just have ran? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I think it was, it's I think it's a mixture of the OC and Jalen kinda getting used to the OC. I don't think like I don't I think Jalen Hurts can pass the ball. I don't think Jalen Hurts throwing the ball as many times as he's throwing the ball is a recipe for success. I think that's where we're we're uh fucking up in our I don't know what's going on to offense. I seen it was like two QB draws back to back last week when like thirty that like too. second and seven. I think the OC doesn't realize that Jalen Hurts doesn't have breakaway speed. Like it's not speed like oh I'm gonna catch this ball, I'm gonna catch it's not Lamar Jackson speed. It's like I'm out on a run or I catch you off guard, I'm gonna take off. Yeah, I got good agility and I strength. Got, but I'm not just blazing fast. Yeah. So I mean, trying to do a QB draw is just and he dials it up four or five times a game. I don't know if he's trying to keep him off balance, but we got like four running backs, but we don't need him to do that. We need we need option runs. We don't need that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. What I remember up. week one and he started doing it. I was like, what, I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> and he don't do it on like thirty-two. It's crazy because I think the the Eagles' record is very deceptive I this agree. year because they definitely weren't games they could have lost. And in the, games we could have lost, the, it gets the, inferior time. The the thing is, the way it works is they're still a five and one team mm-hmm. until they played later and would probably be six and one or five and two, but. The thing about winning games sometimes it doesn't cut co- it you, you it covers up the holes, and it'll be like oh look at the record and it's like J- Jason not- Kelsey went on his uh, podcast about it. He was like, "We're not scoring." He was like, "No." He was like, uh, "What's our kicker's name?" My camera is name. The kicker. Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott. He said Jake Elliott had more points than the Giants. He was like, "Thank God for Jake Elliott because we wouldn't win mm. these games without him." But we're not scoring, and that's not the sign of a good football team. Yeah. We're like twenty seventh in red zone. Especially, I would say, especially in red zone. Yeah. But it, it's, it's a tier to lead. it's a thing of where I'm not gonna say they could easily be one and five, but it's a thing of they're in very close games and nail biters. Like you said, against inferior talent, but in games where it's like they come up big and it's like and it's not our defense. Our defense is showing up every night in, night out. Our defense, our, our second game, week one, they showed up. Yeah, our second because they was fumbling all over. Vikings was fumbling all over the place. Yeah. Even on a play with Justin Jefferson, broke loose, fumble yeah. at, the, at the line. So it's like, and I hate that rule, but nigga, stop being so greedy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a thing where it's like the Eagles could easily be three and three, four and two, easily be a five hundred team. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a thing of false confidence. Like I think the Eagles are still a solid team. They're one of the probably most three talented in the league. Easily. So. But that's why I kind of like the leaders we have on this team. Like, Jalen Hurts is a walking quote. <laughs> He's yeah. too cool for himself. But I think that's what we need. Jason Kelsey doesn't say too much, but you can tell he gets fired up. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our, our Fletcher Cox speaks up. Like, they, they've all been there before. Mm-hmm. And they don't really, they don't get too high or too low. They're, you know, let's keep the main thing the main thing. I think that's a very good quote. And I, I like the leaders. But I think we had... Anybody else, I wouldn't like where we are, but I like where we're headed. Um, I, I don't like our OC, though. I think he still has a lot of learning to do. Um, but, you know, it's a learning experience. It's a learning job. I think it's his first time as head offensive coordinator. Um, so, you know, 
Shit come with bumps and bruises. What's that called? In this space. All right, let's talk about the best team in the city. I want them to leave my family alone. And you know I got a lot to say. So I don't know why you started me up, bro. I really don't get it. <laughs> you hate me? What you mean? Because I know they hate me, but do you hate me? Sixers don't hate anybody. They turn a profit. They had Tobias Harris and PJ Tucker running a pick and roll. You never know. They was working on preseason stuff. I don't give a fuck with that, shit. bro. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you working on. That should never be a thing. I don't ever want to see that ran. I don't want to ever see that practice. Do you see what James Harden did? So basically, he only came to training camp allegedly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because of the loophole. Because of the loophole in the, yeah. in the. If he wouldn't have came, they would they would have held his right to the rest. Yeah. But now and he's he like, couldn't play for another team. Yeah, now he came to training camp, and now he got. Also, no, no, no. It says mom's actually sick. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So, it's like that might be why he's in outside of strip clubs. That might be why he's in Houston. Um, God for heal the pain somehow. Yeah, so that bitch is um, shout out to James Harden, man. Uh, in that in that case, oh, you know everything works out for the for the best. Um, but that just shows how nasty the fans are in a sense of like, oh fuck, I'm a pussy. Like I seen him call a pussy so many times this week, and it's like, it's like you pulled this trick so many times. It's like the boy you can't you can't give him the yeah. It's like you can't give him the benefit of the doubt, yeah, even yeah. though you want to. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Rubin did an interview with Pat Dove. And he was like, if it was me, I would just give him the money because James Harden works his ass off. He's in great shape. And Pat Bev's like, he was a training camp killing. So it's not, I don't think James Harden is unworthy of the money. I do. You think so? Max contract? I thought he wanted like something different. I didn't know it was like a max. He wanted a max, right? I have no idea. If he wanted a max, then I don't know if you want I think he wanted the max. I think it was like a long term deal where it's just like, yeah, I thought it was you might retire in three years, but we're going to give you a five. And it's kind of like, whoa. I thought he wanted like a long term money spaced out. Like, it was like a lot of money, but okay. it wasn't max. All right, cool. But even still, I don't think James are worth 200 million anymore. Yeah. Maybe as far as you going to get your 200 million back, but as far as on court production, no, I don't think so. I, and I love James Harden. In the regular season, you will. You just won't get in the playoffs. Debatable. You'll get he, in the regular season. He won us a couple 20, games. 11? He won the two games they won, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. 22-11, won you two playoff games. He disappeared after, but he, he gave you a lot. I mean, the third one, it was like, they just cooked the Celtics in game five. They just was, were the better team. But Celtics. he did lose his game six. Lost his game six. I, I, I can tell you the exact. No, I can't agree with that. Tatum took Game Six. Right. He literally just took it. Right. It was nothing nobody could do. He scored. He had five threes in the span of a minute I, and a half. Right, and but that you know what the momentum game. change was? What? It was a James Harden turnover, and that's how he got their first three. He doesn't get that turnover. Butterfly effect. Butterfly. Effect. I mean, do we want to go back to and be possibly? It's his fault too. But I'm saying you could do the butterfly effect maybe from quarter one. Like, it's like. I don't know. I, I I credit game six more to Tatum taking the game. I would say out of the three quote unquote superstars or big names in that game or four now, Jalen Brown's a three hundred million dollar man. You, out of the four big names in the game, Tatum has the most signature playoff performances. Yeah, sixteen and four. Not not signature and big moments. Yeah, sixteen and a four, and then fifty the next day. He was cooking the big. So it's like. <laughs> He just did. He what embarrassed them niggas. He I did what he's supposed to do, like in a or not supposed to do, but he did what 
It's up in his wheelhouse yeah, since he's a big game player you do, most of the time. Do do. And I think they were going to win that that game seven against Miami if he didn't tweak his ankle. I do too. Yeah. So, I think Tatum Tatum is definitely hitting that. Echelon. I don't know why they never put a uh, a brace on it. But that was weird. Yeah, they go whole game seven. People that they didn't go to the locker room and put a brace on it. They did. I thought he was going to. I thought he. I think they just put tape on it. Played. He didn't play. You took him after that. Tatum was playing, bro. He was? In game seven? I'm not sure. Against I mean, the Heat, he was playing. We got to look at that. Up. Yes. I, I swear they took him out. I no, he was it. playing. Bro, he had dunks and everything after that. Really? Yes. I got, I got, I don't remember He that. played, bro. He played because I was I watching saying, it. Bro, I just don't remember that. Let me see. Jason Tatum versus Heat. Yeah, I'm like almost sure he could play. Um, hold on. Bro, he played like a thousand percent played. Yeah, yeah, twenty one points, twenty six points. He played. Bro. No, that's last year. Sorry. Hold on. He played though. Trust me. Because I was watching. I'm like, why y'all not? Bra- why y'all not bracing him up? Forty two minutes. Damn. <laughs> they played him forty two minutes on oh, the ankle. I guess you go out dying on that. But hood. you at least put a brace on me. I guess they figure if you take it off with a swell, like maybe they wouldn't be able to get the shoot at him. Bro. Because his ankle touched the ground. If y'all don't put three trainers over here, <laughs> one to hold the ankle, one to do the, put the brace on the foot, and one to tie the brace while putting the shoe on but all in like... It's also personal. That takes two minutes. It's also personal, like, response to injury. Like, your adrenaline may be so high that you can only play right now. And if you take a break and they take the shoe off, put the ankle by the time... But you got to think he, he took a break. If he played 42 minutes and not 48, yeah. he took a break. Maybe it was just the six minutes after, and he got right back in. <laughs> All right, I don't know. That was kind of dumb, like, in my opinion. I agree. He should have played with a brace. But, yeah, the Sixers are in uh, shambles. Um, I tried to warn niggas when they got James Harden as a big James Harden fan. I know how he rolls. He just fucked my man KD shit up in New York. I know how shit be. <laughs> And it was like this Ben Simmons is a quitter thing. And I was like, James Harden is a quitter as well. I've seen this nigga quit before multiple times. And I love James Harden as a basketball player sometimes. Like, it's one of my favorite players ever, probably top 10, 15 as far as my favorite. So it's like, but your Achilles heel is you ain't real. You're not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, not. I, I don't get why, though. I, 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 I'm going to just leave it at that because I. We can go into yeah. a whole thing about it. Yeah, I don't to, know why. To close off this, the sports conversation, though, uh, Wimby is not real. Speaking of not real. Now, that shit, you saw what he did in, in a minute, 90 seconds? Bro, 90 he seconds. blocked Clay jump shot. That was Clay fought for waiting. Yeah. Like, you don't have time to get your hips straight and But shoot imagine that seeing shit. a 7 6 nigga up close. It's like, ah, can I shoot it? <laughs> blocked like, his shot. Can I shoot that? Came down. <laughs> Let Clay blow by, let his other man blow by. Dunk that shit. The dunk look fake. Yeah, the dunk look fake. You too big to be doing that, bro. Then go on the other end, and you get another block and then hit a three. Yeah. The three, the three, the, the trail three was crazy. Yeah, like, the trail three was crazy. No, against the heat, give and go, call for the oop at the three point line. What are we doing? He dunked the ball from we, outside of restricted circle. We are in danger. <laughs> like, like no no bullshit. It and looks yeah, fake. As a coach, we are in serious serious trouble. It looks fake. And bro, he nutmeg somebody. 
We are we're in trouble. Paul Pierce said he's a top five skilled player in the NBA already. This shit don't look fair. <laughs> he's seven six. Dribble, shoot, pass, block, defend. He was locking Andrew Wiggins the fuck up. You fucking demigod. <laughs> Bro, Andrew Wiggins pulled out every move. I, it's moves I've never seen a nigga do. He talking about some, where are you going? Try to shoot. That shit was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, it don't look it. real. <laughs> so, I will say this. The NBA, if you are the Bucks, And Chet look good, too. So, that's Chet another thing. Great. If you are the Bucks, the Celtics... The Warriors and the Lakers. Y'all got two years to figure this shit out. No, nah, the Bucks got more than that. Because as long as Giannis there, this is the thing about Giannis. Giannis strong as shit. Giannis is gonna break his fibula. Right. But what if what if Chet come back strong as shit? I mean, no, the, nobody came back thirteen pounds a month. He looking strong. Do you see Giannis? <laughs> like Giannis has Giannis has our word strength. Like Giannis is a. Uh, Different, bro, and he yeah. gets to play football most 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 yeah. plays. He's gonna break one of their legs. But you ain't gonna let him get away with that in the playoffs. Well, they don't gotta play either one of them in the playoffs because they're not going to the finals right now. Yeah, that's why I say you got two years to figure it out. I don't think they're going to the finals. I don't think because Shea and Chet, I like that. I'm gonna keep it a beam. Sam Presti is is heading into dangerous territories for me. If they don't want to chip. I don't want to hear about this. He's a genius shit no more. He fucked up with not keeping James Harden. He could have kept him, but all he had to do was pay luxury tax. Mm. Fucked that up. You never went and got KD and Russ a shooter. They had Daquan Cook. You got a Deion Waiters, Daquan Cook, and Victor. And they had Novak who can't play defense. Like, Novak can't play in playoff series that well because he can't play defense. You never went and got them a the legit 3 and D guy. You had them with Andre Robeson and Tabo Sepfalosha. I forgot about Andre Robeson. Andre Robeson couldn't shoot. Th- he couldn't shoot anything. He couldn't shoot free throws at all. Tabo Sepfalosha was playing in Air Maxes. Air Max 90s. You got him playing the official shoe of crackheads. <laughs> and you he surrounded him. He was hooping at Air Max. They were very unserious. When you go back and look at certain shit, they'd be like, they were very unserious about what they were doing. Right, come on, bro. <laughs> Yeah, Chad and Wimby. Wimby had to headbutt my man Chet to get him out of the way, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to love to see that matchup. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good, good matchup to see. For I'm not going to love to see it aesthetically because they look nasty playing basketball to yeah, me. But they don't look aesthetically pleasing. It's just some of the Wimby jump shots did look like, oh, that's just tough. He had like a step back. Yeah, he had a fade like, away. Here's somebody with a series of moves, like between the legs, cross, step back, free throw. And like it's like you shouldn't go for it because he's seven six. Like all you can really do is move your feet which way he drops. Cause like the you're not getting the ball. <laughs> so you just gotta try to stay in front of him. He's uh, uh, step back. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We're in trouble. I still want to see him against like somebody that's strong, like a Joel or even a Julius Randle, we don't know. I want to see it. All right, took it too far. I hate Julius Randle. A bully. He's, I, he's not a bully. Fuck him. He tries. He tries. I don't think. I don't think. Because Joel pissed me off in the last preseason game he played. He had twenty-one points on three field goals. It's over for the Sixers. If that's how we get it done. It's been over for us. I just want to see the matchup. It's so Jover. It's so Jover. Mm. What's that called? Um. What else happened this week? Surface level shit. Oh, the funny Marco shit. Y'all reacted. I think people definitely overreact. But the clip that was the the cup with the liquor was too far. He apologized right after. But they don't. They, nobody was. And nobody will show that because sometimes when you because what happens is 
you could tell they started to feel the liquor. Yeah. Sometimes when you're drunk, you do some shit like, oh, shit, I just draw it. my fault, bro. Like, and then he really meant, like, harmed by it. Like, we got to understand where Jeremy really comes from. Like, that nigga really comes from Chirac shootouts and from the real hood. Yeah, shout out Cole. Cole was like, yeah, men don't talk, tell other men to shut the fuck up. This is so disrespectful. And I'm like, good thing you're not in our Discord. Like, <laughs> they can say shut the fuck up every five minutes. Like, but it's just yo, like, shut the fuck up. What are you talking he about? He apologized. He was like, yo, my fault, bro. He was like, I never, he even said, it's like, I would never disrespect you like that. Like, I'm drawn. Like, if I'm to do it immediately after, he knew he fucked up. Yeah, so even though like, wa- I thought they took the watch and slammed the watch down, they dropped the watch. Bezel was bullshit. It rolled. Yeah, he was on some ace shit. So I don't really. I don't know, bro. I, I feel like we can make a think piece about everything at this point. What annoyed me, um, I was talking to my man Will about it yesterday, and he was just like, I don't fuck with Marco no more. And I was like, damn, like, what happened? He was like, you can't take what you dish, dish out. And he was like, sometimes people are going to come on your show and use, excuse me, use your tactics against you in their own way to the extremists of the extreme. They might take it further than you. Yeah, it's extremists of the extreme and you got to know how to be able to control your environment because it's your show. Yeah. Now, when we was watching it, you can tell they had more charisma and more character than him. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to... Like, they was doing what he was doing but with more character. They asked dude he be fucking Jones. He talking about, I be be fucking baddie. (laughs) Yeah, I fuck shit up. Yeah. Like, yo, you sound like the person that (laughs) you off kill now. We should go to move. He said... I, asked, I said, I saw him last night. Herb was like, what? <laughs> like, why would you say that? Yeah, Southside, like, yeah, that's cool. Like, like that's not cool. Yeah, that's... That, and one man that I was, was trying to defend it, was that we got to stop being so... Dis- like, I get it. Be disingenuous from time to time. I get it. We are human. But sometimes it just goes too far because y'all know if a man was to deem you, I saw you last night. Unless you like That him, shit going to turn into a tweet. Like, They're going to screenshot your tweet. Might. If she a good, she a nice girl, she's going to crop your picture. Right. And she's going to tweet... Niggas don't have like what happened to niggas coming up to in person. This niggas is creep so shit. Yeah, like, this is creep stalker. shit. Da, 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 da. So we gotta stop being. Dude. And it's a it, oh, if it's him, if he did that to a Philly girl, Philly girls love the blue checks in the yeah. DM. Look at funny Marco. Like he's weird as shit. Da, da. Y'all be on his dick and he a whole weird like that. that they gonna let that shit fly. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what you think, Keith? What you think about the episode? Um. I will admit I didn't watch it. I just seen that one clip that people were posting online and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it's like people were saying like, oh, he can't take what he dish out. That's not his job to take what he dishes out. He's supposed to dish out. Like you coming on his show, you know what he does. But it just it just felt like Southside and G Herbo only came to like try to do what he does. And that was just corny to me. But now that it's come out like, oh, they were apologizing and Whatever, I kind of. I felt like they tried to make like a you the third homie, but we not that cool with you yet type time. Yeah, but again, that's not the place to do it on his show. That's just how I feel now. I have to. I probably would have to go back and watch. Like I mean, actually, the whole thing. So, if you so, someone comes on the show and they like you, that's your vibe. So how am I? I'm supposed to just take like supposed to just take the criticism and all the jokes. Like I can't say anything back. I mean, yeah, but to act how they were acting. I mean, besides, they was carrying on. Besides the they liquor, was carrying on. besides the liquor, like, but they carrying on was regular carrying on. Yeah. Outside of liquor, John, I think the the, the carry like, on was shut like the fuck up, dude. Like it was like, yeah, that that was kind of crazy. That was hilarious to me. I'm sorry. I think it was like I think because 
people have this idea of her and him saying you know so what's funny you know what's funny we watching him counting the money he told Southside to shut the fuck up and that's his that's his yeah. quote unquote big brother so it's like it's not even a sign of like yeah, I don't respect you, so I'm gonna tell you shut the but fuck up. But I, like I get the point of view though, because a lot of people don't operate like that in their groups. Yeah, a lot of people don't operate honestly like Chicagoans. Yeah, period, because saying. they call niggas goofy. They I call was, their friends a goofy. Yeah, I, I would was, call. I wouldn't call y'all a goofy. You call us a bitch ass nigga though. Who me? Yeah. But as a yeah, but yeah. I'm saying yeah, but but like there's it, people that I know that will see us talk on Twitter or in person. But yo, y'all even friends? Yeah. I saw some all yesterday. Yeah. I don't know. Like so, that's just how people. People don't operate like that, or they don't know the boundaries they have, or they aren't capable of taking what they give out. Because some people are, are quick. I feel like they troll him back, and I feel like in those spaces, you get to that point. Like, I think Offset trolled Bobby back, and she couldn't handle it. Yeah, and, it and it showed that, like, yo, you got to expand your pilot, too, Miss Bobby. Like, you got to get on your shit, too. It was a double whammy for me, because I don't really like Southside. Ever since it came out that like he's not really how he portrays to be, that whole thing. I think it was his like pop, his brother or his dad came his out. Pop I was like, came bro, out you was not like, like that. It basically, you not like that. This and that. But oh, somebody for urban shit. I mean, he did this. That was crazy. But yeah, basically, he's like, yeah, Joshua grew up this way. Joshua is crazy. And this and that. <laughs> Joshua and is crazy. You could at least call me Josh. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna take Jay money. I'm gonna take it with. I take that with a grain of salt. Because I know niggas that stone blooded killers and their parents go, oh, he winning. Yeah. And it's like, yo, Miss Ma'am. You don't know your son. I just saw this nigga pull a gun on somebody at the courts but over Rough House. Do you think that's them trying to over portray something or not? For Southside Casey, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of rappers or people in the team. I agree. Street, I completely yeah. agree. But I was just saying, like, would you feel like that's an over portrayal? Like, maybe that's not who you really are. That's just who you're trying to be. Yeah, I mean, real killers are not usually outwardly acting like real killers. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I feel like Southside just has a very bad attitude. I think it was something else. <laughs> it was a video I seen on YouTube where like he was working with an artist, and like the it was like a, a a lower level artist, like he wasn't really known, and he came in with his laptop and he snatched his laptop. <laughs> like, why are you doing no, that? No, I think I knew Southside was a little different when Diddy bought Miami. The Maybach truck. Right. And he said, we been off those. Like, that's broke nigga shit. Yeah. And this falls in the line with, like, Philly nigga arrogance because we just heard Gilly tell Birdman, yeah, I'm generating more money than you right now. And even, that's peak Philly nigga. Yeah, that's not even close to true. Because... What are you hiding a very small window. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? So... No, I, 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 like, I, I, I still don't get the name. I'm not even like for, for <laughs> Southside to Diddy or Gilly to Birdman, it's like, and I, I, I try not to be a pocket watching nigga, but y'all show y'all pockets so much. It's and not even like I'm watching, you showing. Yeah, and I, I am in finance, so I can add up numbers yeah, very I, fast. I can count. <laughs> so, But I get it, most niggas can't count, so. Yeah, like, speaking of counting and not being able to count, shout out to Rick Ross. Um, one of his parlays might have hit, or he might have sold a good amount of cows this week, because he said he wanted to sign Kanye West. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. What the fuck are you talking about? That's just good business. No, it's not. That's good business. You're not signing Kanye You're West. Not, but if you could, that's good business. He's not signing him. He's bro. absolutely not. But if you if you had the opportunity, or if you could sign Kanye West, would you sign Kanye West? 
Yeah, but that don't even it's matter. <laughs> That's like, he might as well just say, oh, y'all want to sign Hove. <laughs> I think he was being very facetious because the fact that, like, even now that we're talking about it, it's so otherworldly. Like, you absolutely cannot sign Kanye West. But the fact that we're talking about it draws attention to him as a person, his new album. Um, I think he has something else coming out and some other business ventures. It's just a, a marketing ploy. And it's a good one with me. Because it's just like, oh, maybe he will sign Kanye. Maybe he will drop some new Yeezys or some shit. I mean, how sure are we that he can't sign Kanye? He can't sign Kanye. How do we know? What do you mean? What's the contract terms? Yeah. You know how much money Kanye West generates? Three albums, 300 mil. We That's don't not know. Enough. Not enough. We don't know. It's not enough. Well, I don't know. It's not, not enough. enough. Clearly, I don't know. Yeah, it's just not enough. Yeezy, nah, nah. Adidas lost so much money over Yeezys. They're like they're sending cards in the Adidas box. Like Kanye, this is not so who Kanye West is. He doesn't support. We got to think about it from this perspective. <laughs> like, you got to think about it from this perspective. He never toured Donda, right? He did, I think, five shows between Atlanta and Chicago for a listening party to an unfinished album. Also, doubt in football stadiums. Just think about that. Just really like put that. Into what? Ross can't even perform in a football stadium. Would they? No, he can't. He can't. Don't even point. He can't. He cannot. No, he Drake can't. Drake can't perform in a football stadium. Drake can perform. Yes. It's fucking Aubrey. It's it's about it's four. It might be four people that could perform in a football stadium, ever in rap. And Rick Ross is not one of them. <laughs> like so all just he's not signing Kanye West. Yeah. So Kanye West will start another. I don't know if Rick Ross tomorrow. got a three times platinum album. Honestly, he doesn't. I don't like no jo- no jokes aside. <laughs> but yeah, shout out shout out Rick Ross, man. I fuck with Ross, um, and that that ties right into DJ Envious. He should have said he's gonna sign him. Yeah. Go ahead. You talk. No, no, no. It's crazy. Did you watch the Funk Flex joint? He was like, um, Charlamagne, you got a job over here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. lesser charge Leonard. <laughs> he was drunk. Um, but it goes back to show you like this all started because he was just being too arrogant and audacious yeah like if you wasn't so arrogant about everything you could have flew under the radar until the feds picked you up my whole thing is it wouldn't have all been on social media the feds would have he said nobody showed him the real estate game until he met this nigga that was from jail that learned the real estate game from another nigga that was in jail (laughs) it's a lot of prison going on here like (laughs) what's going on there was no legality in that assistance everybody went to jail (laughs) like you're you're DJ Envy bro you can afford possibly the best real estate school. Yes. And, a, right. and you can go to real estate school in less than six months. Nobody wants to put in the work. It's like, oh, I have the assets and you can do it for me. Sure. Like, it could, it could be, this is the thing about real estate school. You don't necessarily even need to, like, real estate school gives you eligibility to take the test. Yeah. You don't need to take the test. Yeah. You don't. You don't want to sell homes. Yeah. You just getting all the real estate knowledge you can about this. So this, you don't go to jail. This state. <laughs> did you see the interview he did with the girl? I don't know her name. Sorry, I'm not gonna. I don't know her name. And she was like, DJ, I, mean, I want to be like you. Don't want to be in real estate. He was like, Well, I don't sell homes. I'm a landlord. And he was like, She was like, So you got four families under one roof? You a slumlord? And she like, she just started looking at him crazy. And he kept trying like. To overthrow the situation and talk myself out. And she just like, now that I know you don't sell cribs, you're a slumlord. I don't. I definitely don't want to do anything in real estate with you. Yeah, like, bro, I don't. I don't. And then you don't even know how to spin it. Like you're committing crimes, and you're aware you're committing crimes. And this you don't situation know how to spin has. It. And I, 
this situation has kind of led me to the conclusion DJ Envy is not that fucking smart. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. and I don't consider a lot, like, but he's like below the expectation of, yeah. you know what I mean? You're a dumber than we thought. And Joe Budden kind of went in on, on it a little bit. And this is Envy talking about it when he first introduced the button. I first got into real estate. I called three people. I called Clue. Mm-hmm. I called Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I called Joe Button. Mm-hmm. Right? On Desert Storm Family. And I said, hey, guys, I'm doing real estate. This is something that I think that, you know, you should invest a little bit of money in, try it out, and that way you can do it. Joe Button told me it was a Ponzi scheme and I was going to go to jail. <laughs> I first got into real estate. I called three people. You <laughs> spoke that shit right. You called me telling me that you as someone that he is not speaking to we have not spoken about anything and he calls me and starts talking about some real estate shit for me that's odd <laughs> we don't speak and now you calling me telling me that your man's with the government and he could get the buildings and there's a list it'd be me you and queen latifah and whatever the fuck he was saying because was walking my dog in the backyard or something. I don't want to stop listening at this point. But that just sounded fishy. You give me some money. We're going to take you. We're going to get this. We're going to get that. We're going to... And my brother... real estate. I called three people. Like... Let me say one thing. He doesn't support the pot. I don't give a fuck. What you, if your homies ever call you out of the blue saying you got an opportunity for you to do something that's going to make some money... Don't go. It's always the nigga that you ain't talked to in always, months like he or was years. My man, my like my homie. I'm like, all right, I'll go see what you're talking about. We met at Kido. We got some food. We start talking. I was like, bro, cut this shit out. Cut, cut. Let's just eat our food and go about our day. Like, Do you want to disclose what it was for? I forgot. It was like, it was like some. Amazon FBA shit, but not even like Amazon FBA shit. It was like, it was literally like, remember when people in the pandemic was doing the pyramid shit where you get money and then you give it to the next person? It was like some shit like that. Bro, I got called to a fucking hotel that was like on the side of 95 somewhere. <laughs> See, bro. at least he had the courtesy to tell me that you know, but that out of like, no. No, I, no, he came and got me. He was like, bro, I'm gonna come get you. You gotta, you gotta dress up business, uh, business professional. I'm like, this might be legit because my man, he don't support the pot. My man, Harv, he's pretty smart. Never got anything below a B ever in his life, right? So we pull up to the hotel. Everybody dressed down. I'm like, all right, this could be something. They started talking about something. Yeah, you got to sign your friends up. Red flag. They gave us like a brochure with all these bullshit ass products. I'm like, red flag. And then they wanted like our contact information. And if you missed the meeting, they were blowing your phone up. I blocked that number so fast. But that was the third red flag. And I told my man like, yo, this is a scam. Yeah. Nigga, curse me out. My day one, cursed me out. I'm like, yeah, this shit definitely a scam. He's probably down bad and the bread, bro. He but, didn't, though. He did. He, he didn't. Did. Harv but like, never needed no money. the thing, though. Like, they knew how to at least spin it, like, to make it sound like it wasn't a scam, like, coming busy casual. He almost they, got me. They already they already lowering your guard. <laughs> DJ Emmy wasn't even lowering niggas' guards. He stayed outside the property with Caesar. He was like, we gonna do this and I'm gonna keep it a bean. <laughs> he did lower uh, guards a little bit. Where I think the a big problem, and I want to get into a bigger conversation, because Envy is, I'm not going to say uh, a small person to a bigger problem, but he is in the grand scheme of things. Like, even though he had a big impact in the New York and uh, upper New Jersey area, um, 
he said something that was very profound, like, yo, I don't charge for my real estate seminars. And a lot of people are charging thousands of dollars to poor people in order to come to these seminars and learn how to flip houses or invest in real estate or even learn how to own a house. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very predatory. Now, him being next to a predator, it all comes out like <laughs> at two Brutus. Like, but that is that that's a great I think that's a lesson to be learned there, like where it's like a lot of these people that are doing these seminars, selling courses and all that shit are grifters of the community mm -hmm. and they're only here to extract. It's wow. not necessarily about not even just wealth, resources, all types of shit. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're here like to extract. Brooklyn, uh... Yo, chill, 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 chill. But they're only here to extract. <laughs> They're only here to extract. Shout out title. Um, <laughs> they're only here to extract a lot of the time. Not not poor. And a lot of, uh, we have a problem with grifters in our community um, because the black community has been so oppressed and suppressed everywhere we turn. Um, everywhere where, you know, black people was, were able to take advantage of capitalism in a fair way, quote unquote. They changed the rules. They changed the rules. White supremacy comes in every time and cooks you. The For the last... For the last, I'm not, not going to say centuries, but for decades, the number one stability-wise for the average person, uh, wealth builder was real estate. Mm -hmm. What do they implement? Redlining. What do they implement? Uh, lowest thirty percent lower, was seventy percent of what you're supposed to get on appraisals on your house when you're a black versus your white counterpart. Um, your yeah, appraisal companies are racist. They they'll lower your value. That's what I'm saying. Seventy percent of the of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the supposed value. So, what are we doing here? Like, you know what I mean? So everywhere we go, your fight for you know what you think is objective capitalism is met by white supremacy and things that are uh, automatic effects of white supremacy. So redlining, um, appraisals, um, you getting denied with the same exact qualifications as a, uh, your white counterpart was with mortgage or your other minority counterparts. Even mortgage. even on like the flip side of that, even if you tr they're playing a the game fair, they're just, they have much more capital yeah. than you. Or it's like, you're not even fighting against another person at some point. You're fighting against an entire system. So, like, you might be going up against BlackRock on a bid. You're not. Exactly. You might as well just Zillow yeah. buying all these houses. Redfin buying all these houses. And now they're listing them. And some of them, they're listing that for a loss. But you really had somebody go pay $30,000 more than they should have because you thought this was a great opportunity. And as me in the housing market, I see probably maybe 10%, 5 to 10% of houses are owned by these big conglomerates and they're selling them at a loss or at what they bought them and for. And then they can not even, they can't even afford to take the loss, but the government allows them to take the loss. Mm -hmm. Then they can write the loss off. And then on the flip side, they take the money from their shareholders promising to give it back on, at a later time. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you, even, even the investing game outside of real estate is being taken away from regular folk. Like yes. the rules are just changing yeah. constantly. And, You'll only know if the rule change after they didn't change it again. Right, so exactly. We're we're and, and and I think a lot of people, uh, shout out Chad. Chad always say niggas are last to know some shit, and that's some real shit. I think it's by design too. So I can't like get mad at niggas because yeah. he'll be mad saying like niggas always, but it's like it's by design. Like it ain't like it's just Somebody. niggas waking up like ah. Ah, fuck them at the ever seven things yeah. like I should be learning. Like, no, nah, this is right here in my face. So let me learn this. Somebody, somebody said it was like, you know, 
like grifters in our community yeah. are a problem, but the bigger problem is like, who else are they supposed to do it to? Mm -hmm. Like, who yeah. else are they supposed to grift from? There, like, there are grifters in the white community. Yeah, but it's just like a black. But they don't have to. It's not as prominent because the opportunity is there on a larger scale. Um, you know, like me personally, I don't give money to. Um, Never mind. I'm about to go left. Uh, yes. You know, a comedian um, from Baltimore, Bond. Uh, Bonte. Yeah, he had a whole. He was about to cancel on TikTok because he said the same thing we just spoke today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to him. Let me go with like some videos there. We started bidding. Like, he was like, well, I'm not going to say what you were about to say, but like, he. he was going to but it's designed for, you know what I mean? You're talking about them people? <laughs> Yo, chill out, bro. Not them people, bro. Not not what you. Come on. Not shit. Not shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever. And I want to talk about uh uh hold on. Um hold on cuz I want to make sure I got the acronym right. Okay. So have y'all heard of uh, uh, grifting? And all this shit is about to come down. You see, our heart is starting to be sued in some of the lawsuits mm -hmm. before amplifying the message. So what's happening is you have people like him, five hundred, who is I'm sorry, him, five hundred. He's a credit guy, um, and honestly, because he can't sue me or cease and desist me, he literally told people to go commit bank fraud before. He's like, hey, oh, go, yeah, go no, get no, a, no. the car loan shit. All the fucking people who are like. Credit they're not supposed to take your money before they perform yeah, the service. Bro. So it's like that's illegal. It's it's it's. And then the shit they tell y'all to do is bank fraud. Like it. Yeah, all you, you gotta go do. Your credit. All you gotta do. Yeah. Once the nigga say all you gotta do, shit. You about apply for a credit it ends card. in windbreakers. And you put a different amount of income that you don't have. Bank fraud. That's bank fraud. Yeah. And once that money starts coming in and out, wire for it. Listen. Uh, right. If the if the if the cops or the FBI or IRS really wants to draw on like people. About seventy percent of people are already going to jail. Yeah, like black hand. It's just, but when people tell you to do it, you're on a different level of crime. Right. It's like it, it's kind of supposed to be like if you know you know something, so don't let it slide. But when you start telling people to do it, it's like bro, you're drunk. I think I shot him out on the podcast before. His name is John Lewis. He does a lot of research. Um, I actually might want to get him on the pod. Hopefully, we could get like a virtual interview or something. But very, I would say intelligent because he seems like a thinker. Like, he seems like he has his own mind. Um, Intelligent brother. Um, I probably watched about five hours of worth of content of his this week. And I talked about him before with him saying, like, EYL is a breeding ground for these grifters. And it's going to get to the point where EYL will be, the SEC will come down and strike against, you know, the EYL, as, as the, against the network because they're getting paid to promote these people. Mm -hmm. Just like how... Uh, Tom Brady and them, and yeah, they they're Tom starting Brady to be held liable for promoting FTX. It's the same. Uh, and Shaq was like, "Stuff you got me in trouble." And yeah, Steph started laughing. Yeah, like it's the same. <laughs> it's the same concept. Like my man earlier, shout out Prem. He was like, "Yo, I wanted like I don't see what Envy did wrong," and I'm like, "Well, you amplified slash promoted someone that was a thief." You know, it's crazy. People will say they don't understand that, but then they'll be like, "They understand why Costanet got in trouble for." Yeah, I mean, Prem is like a homebody, so yeah. I'm just saying, like, not just him, yeah. but like people will, will will see the angle, like, bro, it's the same thing. Like, you're amplifying a message with no security or no, yeah, you know, there's nothing to it. You're just telling people to do stuff. Exactly. If they listen to the message. You become liable. Yeah. So there's a 
there was this uh, organization uh, called the Bridge Wealth Opportunity, BWO, which is supposed to be this black conglomerate put together um, with uh, Brother Ben X, um, Jake Jacobs, Chris Cole, 19 Keys, and Derek Grace. You heard, of, you heard of any of these guys? I know you heard of 19 Keys. Uh, Derek Grace is the guy that has like the books and whatnot, all the tattoos on his face. His kids be having the guns and shit. Okay, I can't put a face to this, but I know. He has like dreads, I believe. Yeah. But he left the organization early on before everything was established. So essentially, um, I'm going I'm to I'm name all these guys' uh, roles in the group. Okay. Brother Ben X was going to teach you how to build a, a brand online and make money from it. Jake Jacobs was going to teach you private bank, banking and infinite banking. Chris Cole was going to teach you day trading. 19 Keys. 19 Keys... Chad also added a little more insight. They were supposed to interview. Day of the interview, didn't say anything. Manager calls them about uh, basically an hour before, knowing they're coming from Philly, which is a two-hour commute, right? Calls them an hour before. Oh, yeah, 19 Keys don't feel like interviewing today. He doesn't feel like talking today. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That That's insane. insane. No type of uh, communication. communication for rescheduling. Or anything. Shit happens. You might wake up in a I'm in a sick. pissed up fucking mood or I, I yo, I bro, my pause, my throat hurt. Yeah. But you gotta give me like ample time. Yeah. Two hours is crazy. Two hours is crazy. Niggas about to get on the road. Or, or at least I ain't get sick. No, now. niggas knew not to leave. Yeah, at least I ain't get sick. But yeah. Um, so these guys, uh 90 Keys, they were confused of his role. So what they did was they gave him an affiliate link. Um, which is he was getting fifty percent of the sales. Shit, And you know what his role was when he says his uh, what he does. He's an architect of mindsets. Cook. He shifts your mind. He Cook. shifts the paradigm paradigm in your brain to become the man you want to be. Unlock your brain. He turns stove on with that one. Yeah, it's bullshit food, but he turns stove on. He turns stove on. Um. So essentially, have you heard of BWO? Mm-mm. Glad I did. Uh, well, I mean, it didn't last long. Um, so what happened <laughs> it was, was infinite banking, and then the next one was day trading. I was like, ah. Chris Cole had this automated. He had this automated trade bot. They all come on. Nineteen keys comes on with this big ass kilo chain, gold chain, and he's like, yeah, I made so much money today from this and that. Whole time, everyone that was showing like they made so much money is simulator yeah. paper trading. This is what this is what's so dangerous about trading because I did trading for a while. Um, if you don't know anything about it, and you just get into it, you look at it as just computers and numbers. So yeah. A, a infinite a trade bot sounds like something to work. Yeah. It's too manipulated. It's not even that it's too manipulated. Your trade bot would have to be updated every millisecond. Yeah. It would damn near have to be artificial intelligence. Like mm-hmm. it's, you're never hands off. Right. So. But when you sell it to a regular person, they don't know the ins and outs of code or back end testing. You know how much they were selling it to regular people for? About ten to fifteen thousand. So you have this basic code, bro. You have these people, and you have these nineteen keys giving the testimony. You have these brother Ben X giving testimony. You have these people that are co-signing that have these followers. I'm pretty sure combining all of them together, it's over a million followers. I wish I was a scumbag. So it, it, so it leads to this false confidence in people, and it's like I saw earlier. uh, Let's circle back to envy. You saw Caesar with the the the, Caesar has a very bad build. (laughs) Recipes, big pun. Because nah, shout out to Latin Kings, huh? What's his, what's his name on Devil on Burnstone? Say who's out there a big point. Um, Donnell. Donnell Rollins. Yeah. yeah. He draws. Yeah, Donnell Rollins is hilarious. <laughs> and that's where the infamous Charlamagne I'm laughing comes from. But the thing is, everybody's like, yo, why would you trust this person and whatnot? Mm-hmm. 
Bro, they're fucking poor. This is exactly why they show you it's guys. It's the same reason you niggas bet parlays and follow every parlay you see on the internet. <laughs> it's the same reason they even, and it's not just a black thing. It's a it's a lack of opportunity or resources thing. Resources mainly being money, but or a way out. Like a a kid a, a, a kid whose parents owns a dentistry or whatever, right? And he doesn't have that much money. But his parents are like, yo, you just get to this this end of this fourth year, you get a portion of the profit from the practice. Yeah. He's way less likely to fall for a scam it's than the nigga working at CBS. It's the monotony of everyday life of mm-hmm. just being a poor person. Exactly. Like, some girl tweeted, and I don't know how this was a conversation. She was like, I realize poor people wake up just angry. When you wake up and you got to figure out how you're going to feed yourself. If you are very... That shit, that, that'd be mad. If you are very aware of everything and not just going through life, you might wake up angry, which is why... I've uh, angry for years because I was just so aware of everything. I think ignorance is bliss and it helps you kind of get through life a little bit. Me and my mm. mom was talking about it. I was like, yo, the old shit people would say, like old sayings, like when you get older, she's like, that shit hit different, don't it? Yeah. I was like, ignorance and bliss. She was like, it's blissful as a motherfucker. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes where it's like, it, um, if you're not angry all the time, you're not paying attention. Yeah, like... It's, uh, them, them old quotes start hitting when you get to a certain age. It's like, oh, this shit really real, this shit really going on yeah. and why is nobody mad? And it's so, like, oh, y'all don't give a fuck. It's like a thing of, I see people like, yeah, I don't feel bad for you investing with Caesar. You should have had the uh, discernment to, not to, to know not to That's invest with a nigga look like this. Down, but it's like, bro, there are people that look like this that are actually doing good business out here. My pop, shout out my pop and my mom. I always give the credit to my pop because he's the leader in the situation. But at the same time, my mom is a hell of a fucking soldier, wife, follower. Like whatever my pop say as far as we doing this, that's my mom on. And I really fuck with that as far as a, you know, a team, team, right? And I went over at the crib and it's like, dog, I keep seeing them at this, this, this rehab. My pop did everything in the crib besides this back shed piece. Did the plumbing over it? Did the the floors over it? Did the electric over it? He did everything over it. Sheet rock, every single thing. You see my pop and he's telling you about real estate, you would not look at it like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. So it's like, but I'm about to go invest some money on basically his word. And you wouldn't think this, but there are people in our community that dress not built like Caesar, but dress like Caesar that are actually doing good things in the community. Like so you can't, and because it's, it's the people that will come in a suit and all that with a nice chain and say, number one real estate nigga and all that shit, that shit bust That's down. exactly what it is, the number one real estate nigga. Yeah, <laughs> that shit bust down and all that, but he don't know what the fuck he talking about and he lost on the last seven properties. Yeah. So it's like, we got to stop falling for the trinkets and shit. And I, I ain't going to say I respect people falling for Caesar because, you know what I mean, that, you know, whatever, but they are victims still, so let's it's not a, get it a, a, confused a, or conflated. The bigger problem is that people think they can... The bigger problem is no fucking resources. You can't, people think they can outwork being poor. You cannot outwork being poor. At every turn, you cannot outwork being poor. Um, you said it. You can be a better poor person. You could be a better poor person. <laughs> and I think I think me and Fee had this argument a couple months ago, but we should be better poor people sometimes. Yeah, like, there is no amount of, like... Um, that's the, the dude John Lewis bro I gotta sing y'all some of his shit he goes into such detail to the point he interviews these he interviewed a CPA he interviewed this person like yo so if I grab this G-Wagon I can write that joint off right boy like what's your job like he's like every write off has to be in a reasonable amount but you know niggas nah, that's being the, niggas that's the other shit people was doing on everybody when they were selling their courses everybody mm-hmm. selling 
oh, if you get a G-Wagon, you can write the whole thing off. Like, no, you cannot. It has to be within a reasonable amount. And then, Your and business brings in $4,000 a year. How are you going to buy 130000 They're changing 000? it this year and then every year up until 27. 2027, until it gets to zero, they're knocking it down how much you can write yeah. off. But, but prior to that, even if you did write the whole thing off, every single usage had to be documented because it had to be 100% for business. So it's a thing of, I, I just don't understand where people get off sometimes. And it's, you know what I mean? Shout out. There are some fools out there that will blindly give somebody money. You know what I mean? Like we're- Well, well this is the angle because- But we are constructed fools. This is the angle for people that like, take the money from these fools. Apparently, mm-hmm. because like we are all fools because they may be grifters, but the companies we give our money to Netflix, Netflix is a grifter. The way they fucking keep raising everything. Amazon is a grifter. Facebook, Facebook meta, grifter. They just doing it on such a massive scale that you're okay with it, and you're you're actually getting a return on the product. Look at look at Ticketmaster. <laughs> Joe Biden had to step in. Yeah, think think about that. The president had to step in <laughs> on, on a concert t- tickets on a ticketing service because like <laughs> what's going on with these fees? So like people think like, but it's just like they're grifting, but you're getting something back. Yeah, and whereas. They're grifting and they're just taking more on top of the grift. <laughs> you cannot work your way out of being poor. You almost can't. I'm not gonna say you almost you can't invest your way out because sometimes you can. By the time you fucking old and can enjoy say the money. By the time you're sixty. But even still, like, I'm gonna give y'all an example. Guy, uh, one of the first jockeys. He won for three out of the first seven Kentucky Derbies. His name is Isaac Burns Murphy. Um, he won three out of seven. So they unionized the jockeys. I know everybody looks at, like, oh, this horse be winning, da, 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 da. but it's the horse and the jockey's relationship that helps the horse win, usually. I don't think people understand. Like, even in most things, like, we're at a level where everybody knows the trade secrets to get the best horse. Yeah. So it becomes the jockey. Yeah. Like, yo, I, I really And that goes with guys. a lot of different things, like basketball, like, even in football, like, the difference is the offensive and defensive line. The skilled players are generally the same. You just can't teach size. So You can't teach size and heart. Yeah. So. Like no matter, and as we get into more of this simulated or analytical society, you can't teach intangibles, or you can't account for intangibles in that. And like Isaac Burns Murphy was the guy; he was getting money and this and that. He won three out of first seven Kentucky Derbies, like I said. But they unionized the jockeys and basically pushed all the black people out, the black jockeys out, and they were forced to either sign really really bad contracts where they lost majority well not lost but yeah they were basically robbed of most of their winnings mm-hmm. or you basically were kicked out of fucking jockeying and that's how i keep my family that that you gotta <laughs> think this happens almost in every arena chris rock and uh kill the messenger had a really 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 good fucking joke and you know of course i know uh a lot of hood people don't like chris rock they don't find him funny and that's because he doesn't really have like surface level comedy. Mm-hmm. And he says like, "Yo, when Obama wins, I don't think he's gonna win. Like, they're not they're gonna say, yo, we're not counting vote no more. We count we count, we're not counting votes no more. We count bacon." <laughs> and he was like, "Every time the black man gets on equal footing or what we think is equal footing in America, they change the rules." And this, this is going back to Kentucky Derby. This is going back to redlining. This is going back to 40 acres and a mule. So it's a thing of this is not just Caesar or DJ Envy if he was, you know, complicit in this uh, willingly, should I say, because he's complicit either way. If this is not just, you know, 
oh, this happened here. It's not a one-off thing. This is a product of what's been going on for centuries or since we came here, stepped foot here. Whether we are the Native Americans or whether we are the Africans that came off the ship. No matter what, at the end of the day, somebody ain't gonna like the fact that you win it. We gotta stop it some way. Exactly. Exactly. That, that shit is really crazy. The, um, shout out to Gary. Gary gave like a question today. Um, Cause Gary, you gonna you gonna actually that fumble. I'm, we're gonna talk about that later. But he had a question. Do you think grifting is an organic evolution of capitalism? Absolutely. What do you think, Keith? Yes, I think if you give people the opportunity to sell anything they want, or <clears throat> you give people a status they want to maintain and they believe that it's within their grasp, they'll do anything to get it. Yeah. Sell a Discord link. Capitalism is buying low and selling high. What's low mm-hmm. than nothing? <laughs> like I don't, I don't have to give you anything. Right. Yeah. Money. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. Like a Philly nigga can smack one ticket ever in his life and be down on FanDuel for ten thousand dollars. The first thing he's gonna do. We witnessed that happen. You know what they're going to do? Start a Discord. And when they're yeah. going to do, join it. Like, all right, back to the BWO. They disbanded, right? Yeah. So essentially what happened was with this bot, this trading bot, uh, Chris Cole's trading bot, um, ah, I want to get it right. I don't feel like going to the video. So allegedly, mm-hmm. so I'm going to put it allegedly so we don't get fucking cease and desist or sued. Allegedly, Chris Cole's trading bot did not work. So people were asking for their money back. Yeah. What happened was, this is how biggest scumbags we are of niggas because it was sold as we're supposed to help niggas and this is supposed to be... 50% of the sales, you know, I told you, Nancy Keys had an affiliate link. So the guys were set up to where if you provide a service, you provide a service, 80% goes to you, 20% goes back to the business for management fees so we keep this shit rolling. And then... Uh, Affiliate link, 19 keys, you get 50%, 50% go back to the business. Cool, good money. 19 keys is bringing in people on the, on the, on the bot because he came in with the chain and shit like yeah. that. Basically, it all f- fell down to where they had to file bankruptcy. 19 keys didn't want to give his bread back. That's why they had to file bankruptcy. Because yeah. it was like, oh, I'm not giving my bread back. But like you sold a faulty product and you got your 7,000, 4,000, whatever you got off of this is faulty, bro. You gotta get that up. You gotta get that up. He probably spent it. And he, yeah, he probably spent that shit. You know what I mean? It, it bothers me because of actually doing coding for a living and trying to build a trading bot, trying to build a sneaker bot, and realizing every little detail that goes into it. I know that nine niggas couldn't do it, mm-hmm. especially a trading bot. Like, you have to be a, you have to be a quant to even begin to build a realistic trading bot. Yeah. And I know none of the niggas are clients. Fuck no. So <laughs> it, it becomes a thing of... If you were a client, you wouldn't build a trick. You would go work for a company and they would pay you a million dollars. Like, up front. <laughs> so I think this is the dude Chris Cole did. Uh, no. That's what the dude, uh, this guy, uh, Pocket Watching with JT, he said, if you really had a bot that could produce this amount of profit... You wouldn't sell it. It would be a... You would get cashed out for a billion dollars and go live on the island. Like, these... A lot of these corporations don't even have bots that are the, this level that you're saying they're producing at double digit returns. What the fuck are you? You have an Epstein bot. But people don't people don't understand that the market only returns eight percent a year. If you can build a bot that returns ten percent a year, you the bull. That's what made Epstein Epstein. They're giving you whatever you want immediately. Exactly. So um, this was, I think allegedly the guy Chris Cole did some slick shit on the formation of the C corp or the LLC or whatever type of business they created. 
he put um, a business name up there. Everybody else put their government. Mm. So in the bankruptcy, it don't affect him. It affect the business he put. So he he cooked out that joint too. Took the money. (laughs) Took the money. And like I said, all these grifters are extractors. They were able to extract. Give my applause, man. He was able to extract (laughs) nineteen eight keys. Who didn't get the money back was able to extract. All these other guys were able to extract. And you know they're being sued, and the business of the one guy is being sued. He's the most protected. Definitely walking around. And Nike Keys just sold out a show here. I wish I was a That was 2021, bro. I wish I was back. Excuse me. I don't. Um, I'm trolling, obviously. But it's just like, the shit these niggas get away, it'd be like, what the fuck? I believe in, I believe in, uh, yeah, energy. Like, the energy you put out. And it might not come back to you. Because I see a lot of people like, oh, no, he's been doing this all his life. He died. One, you don't know what that man had to live with every day. And also... Sometimes it come back to their kids. Mm-hmm. Somebody it come back to your yeah. your family line. In my opinion, just that bad energy out there. Like when you walk in the room, people might look at you differently. Yeah, somebody type of animosity might be formed. Yo, he stole from my man. You never know who's watching. Yeah, like now I I walk around with good karma because nobody's looking for me. Nobody worry about me. I can go to stores. Nobody gonna give a fuck who I am. Yeah, like I told <laughs> I got told earlier uh, earlier in the week I wasn't very spiritual. Per se, <laughs> and I really carry myself like I do believe in spirituality. You know what I mean. I just don't pronounce certain things. Yeah. I think things have to make sense spiritually, and I feel like a lot of well, I, the reason I'm not a scumbag, even though I work in finance, I could finesse a lot of things. I worked next to one of the hottest artists in Philadelphia history. I can carry that. I had a chance to. I have unreleased songs of his on my phone. Yeah. I had a chance to sell those songs for five digits when I had fucking two hundred dollars in my account. Yeah. Whether we're friends or not friends at the moment or whether whatever, I wouldn't do that because that's a bad, that's bad energy. That's bad energy, bad business. And spirituality, I probably couldn't spiritualize. That's that's just releasing evil spirits into the Mm -hmm. world. Because you never know what nobody got on you. And it's like, that's your art, bro. I wouldn't want nobody to leak a fucking pod episode. Like at all. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even like certain pictures that keeps put up of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, are you serious? Like, yeah, you're going to drop my music? Like, yeah. So, um, and the guy, John Lewis, he actually talked about, uh, he talked to this guy named Jared Ball. He has a book. I'm actually going to read the book. Um, I'll probably give y'all like spark notes on it later in episodes. I'm not reading that shit right now. So I'm going to be honest with y'all. But it's about the myth of uh, black. Book upstairs right now. It's, a, it's called the, the myth of black. Uh, the myth of black buying power, mm. and he goes into how Martin Luther King and even our a lot a lot of our uh, quasi political leaders and rebels, or you know, uh, uh, not even just rebels, but our our leaders, just period, they didn't even understand what black power buying power really was, because towards the uh, end of Martin Luther King's days, it was not even just oh I think I let my people into a burning building. He was saying like with the integration, we're just going to be if we do this the wrong way, we're just going to be obsessed with materials. And that's where the fuck we are. And he saw that shit 60 years ago, almost. Yeah, he died in 68. So it's coming up on 60 year anniversary. So about 50, probably 57, 56 years ago, he saw this. So, um, and Jared Ball talks about uh, capitalism producing equality. That's just a myth. 
because it just won't. Like you'll always That's have not re- the definition of capitalism. Exactly. <laughs> and, but they're saying like he he attacks the idea that people just say like work really hard and you can get out of being poor. Work really hard and you can get out. That's how of- you ingratiate people to the capitalism. Exactly. System. Exactly. Go go bust. Like I'm a person that works sixty to seventy hours a week sometimes. Yeah. I haven't enjoyed life in a very long time at this point. I, I told you I wrote a paper about this when I went to CCP and she was just like, you're not supposed to be here. Because <laughs> yeah. when you really, like, I had to really explain to my mom where I had a cognitive break when I really figured it out that no matter how hard I work, it was just to be another cog in the system. Exactly. That shit really fucks with you mentally because yeah. I grew up my whole... And I think, I think... 18, up to that point, 19 years of life thinking that, yeah. yo, if I go to school, get straight A's, get a full round to college, graduate college... Go get a job. I can get, and it, it just doesn't work. That and way. I think what we fuck up is we see Meek, Jay Z, uh, OBJ, all these people around Michael Rubin, and we kind of forget they're cogs in the system too. I ain't gonna lie, bro. When you said OBJ, I didn't. In my brain, this is why I know my brain's cooked. I thought you said FYBJ May. <laughs> He's a cog in a different system. I don't know why. My but all these people are just cogs in the system, too. Right. And we, you would look like, oh, they got money. selling points. Like, They're all cogs OBJ in the system. is a handsome man who's an athlete. He sells stuff. Meek Why are you going to say that? He is handsome. What the fuck? Meek Mill is a... Is a <laughs> that makes me tired. Meek Mill is a... From the, from the bottom of the slums to making $20 million chains. You can do this, too. Meek not handsome? Huh? Meek not handsome? Nah. Yo, what's going on, bro? What are we doing here? <laughs> Yo, what's going on, bro? Jay-Z ugly too. Just, Yo, what's going on? <laughs> no, but like... <laughs> I'm trying to sign the title, bro. You drawing, bro. What do you say? What do you say? Uh, ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm right. cute. Whole pants. <laughs> but no, it's a real shit. It's just like it's a selling point to kids. Like now you're gonna keep buying music, gonna keep buying whatever they sell. Mm. Hope move the whole community out of Brooklyn for the next. Yo, you really I'm on that. Chill. I'm on that. <laughs> I'm still chill. on that. All right, John. Been on that, still <laughs> on that forever. I've been on that, still on that, forever standing on that. I fuck with you but like that was crazy. Was yeah. it? Yes, yeah, that, that was insane. That was insane. That was insane. An entire community, insane. That was insane. But gotta move. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Um, John Lewis even went into. Uh, he tried to get into psychology. Why majority of the credit repair and the fake tax fake tax repairs are women in our community. Oh, but he couldn't. He couldn't get in. He could. Nobody would give him a real answer. Okay. So he's like, "Fuck." You said so, women. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't here to answer on that. One yeah. of my exes is a credit repair person. I love her to death. I ain't gonna do that to her, but that's crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, yeah, I need but, to see that. Yeah, he he he, bro. His his page is amazing, bro. I'm not a lot lie. of it is just simply because people run out of options after school, after your athletic huddle highlights don't hit, or mm. after you don't go to nursing school or you don't want to be a nurse anymore. Yeah, niggas used to make tests hilarious. Like, yeah, this shit about. Six or six. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So it's just like after all those options run out, it's like, what can I do? Oh, I'm going to sell platters. Oh, I'm going to do nails. Oh, I'm going to sell credit repair. And I'm not knocking you for doing it, but I just realized the path of it. Mm-hmm. I see the pattern. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a pattern in there. Yeah. Once you see the pattern, it fucks your head up. I'm telling you, bro, that shit used to fuck my brain. We got to get back to. Where you can see where people were heading. That shit used to really, like, really screw. We got to get back to. 
stop embracing these grifters because of what they have and shunning them. Like I think I think I think you're I'm not arguing with your point. I completely agree. But where does that leave us as a community? Because now it takes a paradigm shift to hoarding resources. Which I which I want. My question mm-hmm. is how do we flip to that? We don't need to hoard the resources. It's hoard just is the wrong word. It's just a thing of we all get like this is the thing. We all know a fuck up that does something very important in somebody's life at this point, whether they prepare taxes now, whether they do credit, whether they do real estate, they, whether they do nurses, whether it's nurses, whether they do a lot of things that are really affect somebody's life. Mm-hmm. This person is 28 years old and never did shit right in life and disappeared for three months. And now they come back and then they're just this expert in this. Yeah. What, no matter how hard you fold my arms, fold your arms, no, yeah, it folds your arms. No matter how hard you fold your arms, you are yeah, not doing. From Zara. You are not doing my taxes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want you to know how much I make. Yeah. yeah. But go ahead. What you saying? I was like, in that case, I do agree with Kaz because, like, some resources. Like, first of all, you should never know how to even begin to get someone else's credit report or to get something removed off of somebody else's credit report. The thing, resources it, like that need to be hoarded. See, the thing is, a lot of that's that shit is fraud hoard, too, though. Hoard was the wrong word. Super fraud. It's super fraud because it's not coming off your credit report. Even if it do, it's going to come <laughs> no, right back. But even if it, no, but sometimes it will be something. So the re, the way to get it off in the first place, whether it comes back or stays off, is to say it was fraud. Like this is a fraudulent yeah. attempt at credit, or I never had this yeah. card. That's how they all start off. You're going to say that you never did that. I'm like, but you did it. All you got to do is, <laughs> all you got to do is, like, there's no, if you got, like, we, we, we're we getting a little up there. We have multiple jobs at this point. There is no precise script on how to get a fucking job in an interview. Every interview, it has ebbs and flows of a conversation. Everybody talks different. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own, like, you really just got to be a people person on top of having the skills for the job. Everybody has, it's a call and response yeah. on both sides. And you might get somebody on a bad day that just don't want to hire you. Nobody can <laughs> give you a fucking script yeah. on how to do that specific thing. It's not cookie cutter. Yeah, they can give you a script on how to get, get the interview. Exactly. Because it's all computer generated. But after that, you're on your own. Exactly. But, um, no, we just got to bring back um, discernment, shame, and nah, no, real shit. shunning shit. We got we to gotta stop acting like everything's okay. And It's not man, okay to do everything. In this community, for sure, everything's okay. Everything's accepted. Ian Dunlap um, from EYL, uh, ironically, really good trader from what he says and what, <laughs> you know I mean, whatever. But he brought back, a, he brought up a really good point. The pandemic, they were giving out so much free money, and people got so used to that. As far as these long, these like lumps, on, not even just the eleven hundred or fifteen hundred a week niggas was getting, like niggas was getting dubs, beans, eighties. You know what I'm saying? Written off. People are going to, and I scammed to get that. So let me go scam over here. For, so it's going to be that's, that's why shit has, it's, a, it's a very slippery slope. I'm pretty sure the white collar crimes or white collar, you know what I mean, whatever has gone up. So it, I I really just don't. It's a it's, it's a very slippery slope cuz once you scam it's like oh it's there you. Mhm. I'm going to do it again and again. Exactly. Till you get caught. 
Exactly. And you won't you won't face less time than you go selling crack. So. Yeah. So do you, so what do y'all think? Y'all think DJ Envy was in on it or y'all think he's absolutely What'd you think? Um, you think he went on do you think he was is the bad guy feeling you know what I mean, live 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 long enough to see yourself become a villain? The I mean, Dark Knight feeling, I'm sorry. If the feds picked him picking him up, he had to do something. He didn't get picked up technically. They came in, to. they came and took his electrical devices, but they they arrested Caesar. They took his computers. Had a dark too, but I ain't gonna say that. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like if the feds have that much interest in you, you're gonna do some time or have some type of penalty. His wife deleting shit off Instagram kind of is fishy too. It's, I don't know. I, I feel like so he's in how on long something. Have they been doing business? Couple years, few years. It's just few fun. years. You're doing unless you were completely hands off. You knew something. Okay. Yeah. Even if he's just complicit, he's I think for, I feel like your silence is complicit. Silence yeah. is complicit because because at some point you, you should you should come on there. Hey guys, I feel like I am no longer affiliated with the teaser. For um, I don't think he does straight up business, and I was burnt. Like it came out that he was burnt. You should tell people that. Yeah. Because. All right, let's say Envy been in the street selling mixtapes for years. Envy been getting money for a long time. He sued Star from Star Buck Wild when he was kids for a couple million dollars. Star had like a twelve million dollar contract with Hot Ninety Seven. I think he paid the fucking lawsuit out. So it's like Envy's been a millionaire since we were kids. Yeah, two hundred thousand dollars. Yes, it hurts, but it's not. Nothing. But it, that does not. That's not your life savings. I'm pretty yeah, sure. You got car shows and shit. Versus us, where I might give this person twenty thousand dollars, and that that's that's my whole grip for real, for real. Like I, I'm check to check at that. Life saving. So is that where the beef with him and Rick Ross came from? Car, car show. Car shows. He was trying to say his car show was bigger and better than Rick Ross, and it just didn't make sense. And then he was like, uh, "They don't film movies at my house." And it was just like, "Why would they film a movie at your house, bro?" Yeah. Like that's, I think honestly, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'll just say we didn't really talk go too much into depth. I thought that was the corniest beef ever. I think Rick Ross was pretty funny, yeah. but I thought that was just a very corny beef. It was a very corny because dumb why beef. the fuck are we? What police, are we beefing about? We policing. <laughs> we beef over everything, bro. Yeah. We're policing car shows now. Yeah, and then it's like Ross goes on flex and like you want to go real like I think flex work car shows to the hip hop space on that type of level. Yeah. Flex used to have his own fucking expedition, like or F one fifty or some shit, like. Flex was the car show guy. Yeah. So it's like, bro, what are we doing here? Yeah, you're right. We police the dumbest shit. We police the dumbest shit. Police and gatekeep the dumbest shit. Twitter subs is about to blow a gasket. Well, they was policing dumplings. Everyone was like, if you don't, uh, oh yeah, he's about to fucking flip a gasket over there. Yeah, if y'all don't tie y'all chicken, I don't even know. And people was asking like, what you mean tie the chicken? If you don't know, you don't know. Is you a lost cause? What the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> but that's the thing. Also, you're a victim. Yeah. You're a victim. Is Deshaun Ross at? Like, you're a victim. Yeah. Because, truthfully, we have so little. And we you know it. We hold on to anything. We hold on to anything. Yeah. We but hold like on to anything. A car show, that's not even... First of all, we didn't have the resources to start that. So it's just like, what, what are you trying to hold on None to? None of us own Lamborghini. Yeah. None of us own Ferrari. Yeah. None of us own fucking even Chevrolet. Like, if we want to get like super technical about it, you're showcasing this white man's property. It, it, it turns into a thing. Up. And my dad say, says it all the time. Say, he says it all the time to me. I was about to say my real name, so that's why I started stuttering. But he's basically like, look, don't go get this money just to be like, look, dad, I got a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, look at all my shit. Look at all my shit. And it's a movie, I think, uh, 
I think it's spring breakers and it got riffraff in there. I think riffraff is the one. My mom and dad always say that shit when we're talking about like how materialism, capitalism eats us up. And I think riffraff talks about that in the movie. He says that line like, look at all my shit. And he's like living in like mental squalor, yeah. but he got a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So people look up to him. But it's like, my dad, my dad always reminds me, like, yo, don't go get money just to have shit. Yeah. Like, but you lack so much shit. It's like, you can't even fathom having it. And then once you get it, it's like, what I do next? You, you know, gotta, it's, you really got to live life to experience things. You know what's crazy? That shit, it's just a crazy paradigm. Shout out to Meek. Um, he has a line where I really feel that shit pausing my soul, where he says, was dead broke but rich in soul. Was we really that poor? You know what I mean? Like, no, that's it, it's like, yo, like, all right, I ain't had the latest PlayStation or I ain't had the latest games, yeah. but like, damn, I ate today. I remember Yo, being, it ain't raining in here. I remember being dead broke in my grandma's house and playing games and shit. And it just felt like life. this was life was yeah. really about. So it, it becomes a thing of, yeah, you always going to have a lot more shit to get in a sense. But are your necessities taken care of? Yeah. And then the extra. Don't worry about too much extra. Because Rick Ross had a line years ago where he was like, yo, I see y'all niggas in the club with them chains and, and them watches on, but y'all niggas can't chew candy on the right side of y'all mouth because y'all need three root canals. Holy shit. Yeah, you know I mean? He cooked. And he, he said, y'all niggas, yeah, y'all niggas don't, y'all don't like the liquor too cold because y'all too fucked up in the back. And you can't pop the bottle the way you want to. He cooked. So... And this is people with hundreds of thousands of dollars, he, but just your, your mouth fucked up. He cooked. That's a necessity. You need your teeth. I don't know if y'all know. And y'all you know I mean shout out to people. Care is so you can fuck your whole body up not taking care of your teeth. So take care of your teeth. I always took care of my teeth, but I remember my first job at Sprint and my assistant manager, white guy. And this is a nigga that eats share size skittles. But he was a white guy named Josh, and he was going through a divorce, so he had no money. Like he was going through a bad divorce. And so he had money. Had it. Because I'm saying, like, <laughs> splitting zero dollars. <laughs> so he had money to he start. He had enough to be going to a divorce. Or like that. And he needed a root canal. And he had to go six months coming into work every day, stressing over what he was going to eat. Not because he couldn't get nothing to eat, but it was my hardest tooth. He was in pain. He was miserable for six months. I would just pulled that tooth out at work. He was miserable for six months. That shit was crazy. And I was like, damn, I'm never going to let my teeth get like that. I was like, I already go to the dentist, but like, damn, that shit was fucked up. What even is a root canal? They take the nerve out the tooth. They do what? They take the nerve out the tooth, and basically the tooth is just a uh, figure. It's just a placeholder at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Shout I cracked my him. tooth, and I had to have one. Shout out to him. Yeah. Ew. Nigga, you don't feel that shit. You don't feel what? Root canal. Well, I ain't feel it. Oh, no, no, no. I got no. one. You lucky. Uh -huh. You're lucky as fuck. My, my grandma got a root canal. She was in pain for a week and a half. Yeah, that's a grandma. Yeah, my grandma. Yeah. I'm a little older. Yeah. Should be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be hurt. The only thing that hurt was the fucking... They tried to tell me I needed one on my left side. I'm like, bro, I say, yo... He said, oh, you need your wisdom teeth removed. So yeah. what's happening is you have a cavity on your wisdom teeth because they're, they're growing in wrong. Yeah. And it's kind of this cavity spread to the other tooth. I was like, yeah, so, like, don't take that job. Like, don't take the fucking tooth out. He's no. like, yeah, because he's trying to give me one. Bro, he put this big-ass needle on my cheek mm -hmm. and would start tapping my teeth. Like, you feel that? I'm like, no. Nah. All I felt, bro, I just felt my heart beating, like, behind my ear, though. That shit hurt. 
But he's like, yeah, you don't need a root canal here. Yeah. I remember, but you're right though. It might not hurt because I got my wisdom tooth taken. People was like, oh my god, it's gonna hurt so bad. You want? I'm scared of it. I'm not gonna lie. Bro, I woke up and I was just loopy. I just got a new cavity because I'm like, drugs. I was take my wisdom tooth out like six months ago. Yeah, I'm nah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad though. You just be loopy as shit off the drugs. Like loopy as fuck, but not super loopy. Like I woke up and it's a room. It's gonna be a room of y'all. That's when you got addicted to perks. Shut up, because they didn't give me any pills when I left. They gave me antibiotics, but they gave you perks. They gave you what? Antibiotics, because you got big ass gaping holes in balls. How much time, please? Um, Uh, so they they wheel you into a room where everybody else that they got their teeth done. Y'all just in there, just in y'all chairs, just high as fuck. So my mom come in there and try to talk to me, and. I'm just going through the emotions. Like one second I'm crying, one second I'm laughing. So my mom's like, "But well, what's the passcode to your phone?" They say you got so serious. She was like, mm. <laughs> "So you're not super loopy, but you're gonna go through." The were emotions. you were you like were you there? Like, do you remember everything? Remember. How long was your? Recovery? I don't remember. Like, the, how many did you get taken out? One. Hello. Hello. Yeah. How long? How long was your recovery? Like three. Like the, like for the the cuts uh, pain or like for the testicles? Both. Pain was I didn't feel any pain. The cuts like a week. So yeah, you I couldn't had, like, eat. You can eat, but like not, right. not the same day. I'm gonna get you my phone when I did my job. <laughs> my mom was like, "So what's your passcode?" Like, I wanted to get my wisdom teeth out so bad, but they grew in perfectly. I was kind of upset. I wanted, I wanted the, I wanted to be high as shit and somebody recording. Because I, this is what I knew doctors was assholes. So I, I think I told you this story. He was trying to put the the um, anesthesia in my vein right here. But it kept popping out. You fucking fee. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so you like, I guess like my vein was too strong right here. He like, <laughs> so the needle kept strong popping ass out. Fee, fee. So the other doctor was like, I'm sick of this shit. And it's right here. I was like, ow. Oh. He like, you be all right. And next thing I was like, I was asleep. Yeah, when I got put under, they, they was strapped like, you down and shit. That shit kind of scary. I ain't gonna cut to you. Not when I got put out, they was like, "Yo, look over there, look at the doctor here." The doctor was talking to me. Doctor over here put the mask on. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. Went right to sleep. It definitely. That's when I um, when I got my cabbie. When I was a kid. He was like, "Look that way." I was knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> niggas got take care of your teeth, man. That's uh, the moral of the story. Take care of your teeth. Take care of your teeth. Um, do y'all want to? I'm gonna play the clip first, and then. Talk about you know just our community because we we in a bad spot. Don't pay attention to my bookmarks. Stage acting like she give. Anytime you got Lionel on stage acting like she giving somebody head, you heard me with the microphone, and she's on stage at the Rolling Loud it. Festival, and and she's acting like she giving somebody head. You think little girls ain't looking at that, being like, oh, bet. Well, that's my favorite rapper. So if that's what she doing with her time on stage, that must be what I gotta do. When I get in that position with a dude, or maybe it makes me curious to want to get in that position with a dude as a young woman watching that. You when go. you got Janelle Monet, very smart, educated, talented woman, but when she get on stage at Essence Fest and she chooses to lift her shirt up and show her breast, they call it sexual liberation, but it's really just you just trying to go viral. That's all that is. But you got all these women that's like, bet, I guess that's not inappropriate behavior. When you got Megan Thee Stallion turning Essence Fest into a twerk fest, Man, you got the young women thinking that that's acceptable behavior. And that's considered real. And then the media gonna put her on the cover of all these magazines. And she's woman of the year here and, and wins this award for this and all that. And that's just the women, bro. Let's not talk about the men who are constantly disrespecting women in the music. And we've normalized the biggest rapper in the world. Drake goes on tour with 21 Savage. You got a big old piece of sperm flying over you. It, it 
Drake got it cut off. Yeah. Cause this shit literally That's is. literally at that part. Um So what y'all what y'all think? I see both I see every angle to the question here, but I think it's disingenuous to the point where he's like, if little girls see it on TV, because it's been on TV for years. Like we, all right, so with a little bit more context, he did start off with men. Yeah. I mean, it's also the fault of men because this is what we want. This is like men don't act like, oh, it's so bad that they're doing this. But like when you go to the clubs, that's what you want to see. When you go on the internet, that's what you want to see. What do you think, Keith? I think it's a direct reflection of the community we are. Um, I'm kind of on the fence about this because it could go either way. But I want people to stop acting like... I'm not even going to say just little girls, but little girls and boys see this and aren't influenced by it. Yeah. It's the same argument with me and... Um, we got to stop acting like people don't have their own minds. Now, yeah, a lot of that, don't, but that, like, it's, it, you can't just blame everybody for this. Like, exactly. Like, you can't, you can't say, like, oh, kids don't follow this, but you can't... Also, you have to remember that they have their own mind. So it's kind of like the little kids and teenagers with violent music is like, oh, they're not influenced by the music. You're dumb to think that because that's what they listen to every day. That's what's in their ears. Like you, you have to be some type of dumb to believe that anything injected into your ears, into your head, isn't influencing. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. That's all they listen to. They don't listen to R and B. They listen to Lil Durk. They want to spin and they want to shoot. They want to play with guns. Lil Durk, R and B. You ain't hear India Part Two. No cap. I like that song, but uh, yeah, but you know what I'm trying to say, man. You don't know what you're trying to say, bro. But. Like you would just be stupid to believe that like little girls don't see that stuff. My only my only thing that I can see is that like there's a time and a place for sure, and I don't think as a festival time or the place. Yeah, I, I also think it needs to be some type of like a limit. People also need to be better parents, but it needs to be limited. Yeah, you need to talk with your children about what's okay and what's not okay. Like it's okay to be free; it's your body; you can do what you want. However, at this age, I said it last week. Exposure without explanation leads to failure. Was that last week? That was. That was last week. Yeah. But he says it a lot. Yeah, because you got a lot of exposure without fucking explanation. I don't think you're wrong for it. I think you're absolutely right. No, uh, I I talked about, um, I talked to Kaz earlier um, about a buzz phrase, hegemonic uh, masculinity. Um, And it's just the three pillars of being a man. Um, And what do they say in your masculine era, or what do they say? You, you feminine, what? You feminine did. energy, masculine, yeah. soft life era. So, I guess hard life era for men or whatever, but so <laughs> protect, provide, and be, uh, in a sense, in essence, a priest. Um, I'll explain. Well, I think it goes provide first. Yeah, you provide. So, if you're able to provide, you 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 should be able to protect. Whether you're doing it or you can afford maybe an extra security door or a gun to whatever. And then if you're able to protect and provide for someone, they will look at you like a leader and possibly or should as a man, if you're exuding the right amount of masculinity, they should be able to follow your leadership mm-hmm. to where you can influence their moral compass. Yeah, a woman um, I was dating said to me the best. She was like, I want to be able to trust you with the little things so I can trust you with the big things. Exactly. And I was like, you know what? I ain't got no argument for that. Exactly. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so uh, we need to practice as a community, especially the men, hegemonic uh, masculinity more. Um, I feel like men, we let the ball drop with uh, engaging in petty wars with women. 
Um, that lowers your respect level, believe it or not. I hate to sound like I'm one of these red pills and whatnot, nah, but like it, you can't if you feel like she's acting childish, why would you stoop to, to her level? Her level of being childish at, in the moment. If you claim that, and I think this is a, this is a very a false um, equivalency that men put in their brain, like oh, women are just more emotional. No, they just express different emotions. Like I see niggas shoot niggas over basketball games. Yeah, anger they, is an emotion. Ang- anger is an emotion. Yeah, we, we about I see niggas. I see niggas that. cry when their team wins a championship. Yeah. I see niggas cry when their their team loses a championship. I see niggas cry over two K. <laughs> I see niggas cry over two K. Those are all emotions. Now you might not cry because of uh, interhuman emotions, as yeah. far as you know what I mean. But you still will cry when your friend dies. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like. Women are just taught or breeded or whatever. They're we are one and the same, but different. Be different. But we are different at the same time. So it's like men go around like, "Yo, we're different." Or she emotional, so why would you go be emotional? Yeah. And you know what I mean, whatever. If you feel like that's not what you are, why would you make exactly? It? So um, I get it though. It is provoking because they do be pushing. Yeah, the fucking no, butt. no doubt. Yeah. But as a, as the leader, yeah. you cannot as when the teacher does some shit like even if. The kid goes smack the teacher. Once the teacher start pummeling on the kid, yeah, right. and not to say women are children, no, I, it's, it's but the, the teacher is a leader in the room. Yeah, it's not to say they're not like it's it's the, some students are smarter than teachers. It's the hierarchy. Of the yeah, it's, it's the hierarchy of the situation where even though y'all are equals at the same time, if I expect you to lead, I still have to take yeah. a step back. She's your equal as a person, but in a relationship, you're the leader. Yeah, exactly, and she's an equal in a relationship as where she always has a say so. Yeah. But you guys get to it together, and you she like I'm gonna trust what you say. Exactly. So, but that goes to the point of like you, because I think this comes with age and just growth and experience. Yeah. Because it is really growing into being a man. Like you yeah, start realizing sure. I have to cultivate this environment mm-hmm. for this woman. I can't expect her to come. Yeah, and she can't expect you to come. Like if a woman's well. not comfortable with you, she's not more likely yeah. not going to have sex with you. Yeah. You got to so, cultivate a comfortable... But niggas yeah. understand that when you talk about sex. It's like, oh, okay, so I got to have silk pillows. Yeah, the room sure. got to smell yeah. good. But it's like, if you want a relationship or a wife, you have to do these things as a man. Right. No matter how much you don't like it. And if you don't like it, then don't be a husband. I think that's a, another question people have to start asking themselves. Do you want to be a husband? Do you want to be a wife? Because right. if you don't ask yourself that question, you're not willing to do what comes with it. Yeah. I, I, but I, I you just expect it to happen. I think... Uh, Across the board, uh, men aren't uh, being men, and it's not no pandering shit. Like, no, if we're supposed to be the, lo- the leaders of the. If y'all consider men to be the leaders of the community, right, and or whatever, and y'all, yo, these women out of control. Well, who is the leader of the? As the leader, isn't it? Doesn't it fall back on you? Yeah, I think a lot of niggas don't understand because they might not be the direct man that causes it. But it's like, y'all don't like women getting half naked and twerking, but that's what you spend money on. Yeah, yeah so it's... You don't like women... Yeah, I don't, but yeah. No, again, you... We can, talked about lingerie last week. I don't even like the women that's I'm about I'm, to tag having lingerie. That's what I'm I don't like a tee, so I'm not going to strip club. But like, niggas will send a girl who does that for $100. For sure. And, and it's not... And you fucking the game up. It's and not, it's not even on some simp shit. You just simp shit saying, fucking no, the game it's up the overall. It's the fucking the game up, but they're still men at the end of the day. Yeah. And this is what uplifts that type because of Because it gets to the point where it's just like you have women out here. And there's also a thing of following... Just take a step back and ask yourself, do you want to be like this person in the capacity that they're trying to lead you down? 
I don't take advice from a nigga about how to move in a corporate space from a nigga that don't have a job. Yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry. That's just not how it's <laughs> it going. It makes sense. I, uh, as a woman. Or a nigga that never had a job. As a woman, as you know I mean, you got your 45-year-old mom that never had a nigga. I understand your dad might have left or did you wrong or whatever, but she had never had a nigga. And her whole thing is, you don't fuck with no nigga who don't pay your phone bill or pay this and pay that. And it's nobody paying But there's nobody paying nothing to hers. <laughs> so it's like, it's a thing of, you don't necessarily want to be this person. Now, you don't give your entire body to someone who doesn't and alleviate some type of stress and not just sexually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's crazy niggas fuck girls and don't feed them. Yeah. That's insane. You should, at bare minimum... Feed me. You should be getting some food. They think and that's a good time. they think that's like player shit. Like yo, I, I hit and I don't give her nothing. Yeah, I don't like, feed her. Like damn, bro. Yeah, that's not leadership. Nah, you know how many times I've had that conversation? There, but you took her on a day and like. And I, I saw a clip. You don't? I saw a clip online, <laughs> and I didn't really. I clicked off because they they kind of went too far. But a girl was just basically like, a lot of men are starting to use, or a lot of men's been using, men have been using women's body to basically masturbate. I've seen that. That's that's super crazy. And me. I was like, damn, like, I can't argue I against can't that. can't argue against that. Like, bro. It's not necessarily, it's not technically masturbating. It's literally, it's not But they're using it to like, y'all, I'm just getting my rocks off. Yeah, you're just here just as like a figure. Feel, I just like the feeling of the There's no connection here. I don't like I don't care about, about the, you. Yeah, I don't care about <laughs> bro, the connection. Some nigga in my class said, a girl can come over his house, do whatever with him, spend the night, but if she wants to use the shower, that's premium privileges. Oh, okay. Like it was that. the boy that, that keeps talking about getting shot. Yeah, Him. I think it's like that. I know, but like, bro, like she that. can dirty herself up, muddy herself up. Y'all get into it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but, but I if she wants I, to get I, in the shower. The shower part don't work. I, on both, on, bo- <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> you know, he said it's, per, it's premium purposes for me. <laughs> Talk about when niggas say shit like that is because they can't do it often. That's why he feels like it's a premium privilege for him. Yeah, he so, gotta go outside and pump yeah. the water himself yeah, and then come back inside. It's right there. I'm telling you. But on both sides. It, 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 it's a, it's men. You got these men arguing about murder every fucking song, pills, and just all these es- escapades with women and just immature escapades and my BM and all shit like that, right? And then on the other side, you have women talking about being a, P- a BM and my whatever but the best. Back and- to what you said, like um, you know, women who mothers will tell them to uh, you know, don't mess with a man that do this to you. But it's just like men will yeah, say, You gotta pay that water bill. It'll it'll be men that say, uh, if she don't cook clean, listen to you, but don't nobody cook clean or listen to you. Bro, you don't have a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> you live in a room. Yeah. And you trying to tell me you got like, I got cooked one time, I was like, yo, you don't be doing woman shit. And she told me you don't have men type <laughs> shit. And I said, that was crazy. What you want? <laughs> stop that argument right in there. She beat my ass. <laughs> you got belt. You got no. You got no one to hold them and no one to fold them. So, and that was the situation where you had to fold. Yeah, she cooked me. But so, like you'll see, you're not a bum ass nigga. It's niggas that be straight bombs that be like, she got to listen to you. She got to feed you. She got cook clean. We talked about it all the time. We talked about it before, and we we gotten down to one minute. Our camera is about to shut off, but I, we said it before. Y'all want a woman to follow you and submit. What the fuck is she submitting to, bro? Your 62 pair of Jordans? <laughs> what is she submitting to, bro? The Made fact that you can floor. buy a seafood boy every Friday when you hit your, or you, when you hit your parlay? And you not she's submitting to the parlay king. That's what she's submitting to. Like, what's going on, bro? Like, and I think that's why women out here, quote unquote, wilding. That's just literally it. Yeah. Because, and we focus on a small demographic because black women are the most educated 
demographic right now in America, as far as and being very productive in the corporate environment. I'm yeah. pretty sure. And they still getting paid tax. less than us, which I So we're going to get more into this next week. But shout out to y'all, Fossil Theory, signing out here. We out. 41.